Welcome back to the TNT BNB podcast. On these episodes, we will be bringing in a guest host to rank our favorite movies from a certain year. So sit back, mix a drink, and enjoy the show. Listener beware, we will be spoiling the shit out of all of these movies. Here we go again. We are a week late, but we're back with our year in review. Shit kind of happened, so whatever. And we've reached another birth year for one of us. The best year of all. Oh, fuck you. I was born. (laughs) Yes, you were. So were the 85 Bears. Tom knows. I do. But that was the 84-85 season, right? Was it the 85? It was 85-86. Yeah, so do your shit. Fuck you. Was it January 23rd, right? (laughs) And his social security number is... uh, Oh, sorry. What happened in 85, really? I mean, Cold War was still brewing, still going along. Yeah. Music was pretty meh. I mean, it was the 80s, middle of the yeah. 80s. It wasn't so. even like to the hair bands yet, though. No. It was like pre White Snake, Guns N' Roses. Yeah, that was late. Regan, even Regan, Metallica Re- wasn't 85. Regan yet. was uh, president, no. wasn't he? Regan? Reagan. <laughs> Reagan, yes. 81 to 89. Yep. But, I mean, we, I remember saying last podcast that we were excited for this year because there were a lot of movies that we hadn't seen before. Yeah, it's kind of a turd year. Turns my out opinion. it kind of it was... 84 is strong, but yeah, this year... I didn't watch as many as I should have, though. That's on me a little bit. I Like I said, we were all kind of busy this month. We watched a decent amount, and it's just... We, See, I didn't get as much as I wanted. We weren't as... I, I was gambling most We were a little... <laughs> Too liberal with the choices sure. that we made to watch. Yeah. But yeah. Still got <laughs> nine movies and a worst, so Yeah, the first couple movies I watched and looking back, I'm like, why did I watch those two first? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But we're drinking Mag Masters, we're drinking Diet Pepsi. It's nineteen eighty five. Hey, and this your boy uh what was my old nickname again? Hemorrhoid? Not hemorrhoid. What was it I? Was hemorrhoid. Oh, it was hemorrhoid. Yeah. I was between two assholes. All right. <laughs> I haven't had a chew in 35 days, baby. Keeping it going. Beautiful. I'm still vaping. Hopefully next time I see you, it'll be like 70-something days or 60-something days. Beautiful. Whatever. Keep waiting from that we'll mouse cancer. I'm working for the long. Mouse cancer? <laughs> mouth. I'm good. I think I'm good. <laughs> Anywho. Enough about me. <laughs> 1985. All right. Yeah, start off with the worst. Um, I didn't write down my info for worst. So, all right. I'm going with the movie you cannot remake. There is a series. So the other one came out in 1981. But you cannot make these movies now. Any one of them. Any one of them. Porky's Revenge. Oh, God. (laughs) IMDb at 4.7, Meta 24, Tomato 25%, Audience 33, Worldwide about 20.5 million, Budget was 8, Director was James Kochmack, and had Dan Marana, whatever, Wyatt Knight, Tony, these are some fucking nobody, nobody. 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 Of nobody. No. But it's basically like, I won't talk about the first one, but... They basically blew up Porky's bar, and then now Porky's is now a boat, and they're 
their basketball coach owes Porky a bunch of money, and they're trying to wipe his debt away. Mm. And it's just raunchy old 80s stuff that is you like too much rights are now like it's like sexist shit yeah there's stuff. a lot i haven't seen i fuck I, mean, I haven't seen porkies in probably 20 years i've never seen porkies too yeah it, yeah there's gratuitous nudity underage drug use fucking i mean that, that's still fine today, <laughs> underage <but>. nudity <laughs> <laughs> i mean it's kind of probably implied that way but, but no like just the way that how they say things to the girls or yeah they I'm there's a lot sure they of dropped the r word i a forget few times. does this take place in the in the time period of 85 or is it like an old school i'm trying to i can't even you remember know now that's I think it's supposed uh, to take place in the like 60s. you know like animal yeah, house like, like in the, the 50s 60s, or 60s yeah. or something yeah, i was just curious i think you're right it's yeah, that might play 50s. a factor. Not that that's okay, but you but know. no, like right. you cannot definitely, you could definitely not make this film today. Not as and a comedy, for sure. Just a terrible. <laughs> well, the first movie. one is terrible. Well, four point seven to kind of. Yeah, I mean, the first one has some merits to it, but in yeah, the sense that it was kind of the first to kind of do this teenage. Sticking your penis in the hole in the women's locker room—that's yeah. fucking great, and those. Oh, but she's getting it. She got it. That it's like the great. old nasty. I love the shit. term. That's fucking great. But I mean, <laughs> you don't you don't get movies like Revenge of the Nerds and shit like that it's without the original year, Perkies. That's next last eighty four. Oh, it's eighty four. Yeah. Say, it wasn't like that's pretty five. Yeah. That kind of started the teen sex com comedy. Yeah, because mm, like in the late seventies is when you started getting the slasher with the gratuitous nudity. Yeah. Sex scene, whatever. Early eighties. Yeah, like, yeah, I don't remember. Halloween I, was seventy. I guess just I, think. Yeah. I brought it up a little a few months ago or a minute ago, but Animal House is seventy nine or eighty. Eighty, I believe. Yeah. There's nudity in that, correct? Oh, or yeah. Am I yeah. wrong? There is. Because I know it's the blue she watched in the yeah. window. I can't remember if she's actually top. I think she is. She is. But I wonder. But if, I think did that kind of started. Is that just the only scene? I can't remember. I think that's the only. Scene. Stripes has a scene. Stripes has a scene, yeah, but 81. that's not really like kids. <laughs> it's though. not kid. True. So true. That's young adult. Yeah. yeah. But I think we spent too long on this. Yeah, we probably. Yeah, did. that's a garbage film. Um, All right. But yeah, that was mine. All right, my worst age, the worst. I. It's funny is when we started this podcast when we do the Oscar, we were gonna do Oscars revisited originally, which means we're going back for the for the audience yeah. of people in Ukraine. <laughs> we're with you. No. Um. Oh, we are. Whatever. Anyways, I was going to, I bought some movies from 85 because I was like, oh, that's, that's Trav's birth year. Like, well, they'll do yeah. birth years first. I bought this movie out of Africa, <laughs> which won Best Picture in 1985, the Oscars. It's got Meryl Streep and Robert Redford. It's directed by Sidney oh, Pollack. This is one of the ones you didn't finish? Yeah, I got about, I own this movie. Yeah. I'd never watched it. I was just, I bought it because it was like cheap halfway. Right. I got like an hour, and it's two and a half. And I was like, I cannot watch another 90 minutes of this. <laughs> and not that it's terrible. I'm not saying it's terrible. It's just boring. It's boring. It's about a real woman who was like a Danish princess who married some guy and took over a coffee farm in Kenya. <laughs> and, ha- and falls in love with Robert Redford, who is a big game hunter. Was this directed by Redford? Sidney Pollack. Oh, who was a big act, okay. a big director. Yeah. In that. I mean, it's towards the end of his career, I think, too. Right. But like, God damn, this is boring. Like, is street, it kind of like the English Patient, where it's like it's, it's like supposed worse. to be really the English fucking Patient? Good, I actually kind of liked the English Patient. 
I mean, I didn't hate it, but I it's found it at least like two and a half and just fucking dragged. This like was worse than that. Was it? Okay. Like this, I'm not saying like Crash is probably the worst big best picture winner of all time. No, that year sucked. Yeah. This has got to be in the top ten of worst best picture winners. It's, it's got to be. Huh. It was just like there's some beautiful scenery. Because like, I think they actually shot like, it in, in Africa. Like they shot it in Africa. It's about a Danish princess. They got it. They they run yeah, a coffee. Like going to coffee. She yeah. has a Danish accent. I guess it's fine. It sounded good. It's it's Meryl Streep. I assume it's good. She got nominated. Yeah. It's so fucking boring, dude. There's a lot of like, there's a lot of like metaphor shit too. Like, like there's this co- there's this lioness who sees her and she doesn't have a gun and he's like, don't shoot, don't don't shoot. I'm not. She's like, shoot him. He's like, no, I, like, she's once you relax, it's just about her like fitting in, kind of like right. once you understand and like appreciate your surroundings, it's gonna be fine, dude. I hate a that. little bit heavy-handed. Then I hated this shit. <laughs> there was one good line. I'll give this. This had one good line. So basically, she has an affair. She she marries this guy basically out of necessity for their families. It's almost like an arranged marriage, really. right? And Robert Redford, when the guy, when the husband meets Robert Redford and knows that his wife's having an affair, he's like, you could have asked permission. <laughs> and I love Redford goes, I did. She said, yeah. Oh, like, it was kind of like, oh, that's a good line. <laughs> like, I'll give I'll give this movie one good line. Yeah. Fair enough. That's that's a dope line. Not that I would ever condone cheating right, with your right, spouse. Right. But if yeah. anyone ever confronted me about cheating with their spouse, I would say, <laughs> I asked permission. She said it was fine. Damn. But yeah, out of Africa, you can just go fuck yourself. I'm not even. I didn't even write the numbers down. I was so mad. Okay. Next. I also own it, and I'm gonna sell it for like 25 cents somewhere. If you're lucky. If I'm lucky. I just 12 use cents. Piss on it. Yeah. Fuck it. <laughs> All right. So for my worst, I was cycling through two. I can't imagine the other one that I didn't pick is going to be on somebody's list. I was thinking about Teen Wolf. I was going to do Teen Wolf. Because I loved that I movie as a kid. It, but but it was fucking dog shit. I didn't rewatch it. We rewatched it. I knew it was rough. It was yeah. trash. I know it's rough. Absolute trash. I was going to do Which is that, wild because it's such a good year for him otherwise. <laughs> I know. And I liked it as a kid. I remember enjoying oh, yeah. it as a kid. And then I rewatched it twice. And each I, time oh, twice? <laughs> in a, like 10 years ago. Okay. And just now. Yeah. So the one I went with, I, it's not a terrible movie, but it aged. I'm curious where this poorly. Is going. Weird Science. Oh, okay. I did not watch this, but I know there's some creepy vibes in it. That. I think. Yeah, I'm to be a six point six, Metascore of forty six, Rotten Tomatoes fifty six percent tomato meter, sixty nine percent audience. At a seven and a half million dollar budget. Domestically, $23,834,048. Worldwide, $38,934,048. It was directed by John Hughes, who also had a pretty banger year this year. Mm -hmm. Written by John Hughes, based on a comic book by Al Feldstein and William Gaines. But this is a movie, two nerdy genius kids somehow create a sex bot essentially that's right like, it's been a while and <laughs> it's not hasn't that's not gonna age well probably in yeah any uh, that, i mean scenario. that's all you need to say <laughs> like they, what's funny is when you said revenge of the nerds was 84 i was thinking in my head i know they're not the same but i was thinking like weird science was in my head 
for some reason i was yeah. like oh i thought that was this year oh it's weird science is the movie i was thinking of yeah it's just i did not rewatch this because i knew it was not gonna age good yeah it, it didn't um there's a few movies i could have had for age worst cannot remember the name of the woman i just got pissed because the best picture winner sucked <laughs> Sorry. But yeah, there's a lot of sexual innuendos with just teenagers and an adult woman. Yeah, that's not. Yeah. But it did have. That um, only worked in Varsity Blues, damn it. It had Anthony and Michael Hall in it. With the stripper? (laughs) Sorry. Kelly Kelly LeBrock was the. Oh, yeah, yeah. And it's just fucking weird how they did it. They use. Was that when Anthony Michael Hall was still like tiny? Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, because yeah, there's another. Yeah, issue. yeah, yeah. But yeah, it's uh, Bill Paxton is in it. Also, he plays the older brother. Oh and he's man, a bully. I don't remember that. <coughs> and God, how old is Bill Paxton? Was Bill Paxton in 1985? Uh, he's early 20s. He had to have been. He God, plays like the like older brother than in I college. Think he, I guess he was younger than I thought he was at the time. I know he's been dead for a few years. Right. But. Yeah. But, but like I Titanic, mean, I would have guessed he was already like 48. Finally, he's like bones 38. right now. He's all bones. I mean, oh, Jesus he's Christ. Mid-20s, <laughs> mid probably. He's all bones. But he plays the bully older sure brother. He cremated. Maybe. So he went in an oven like a... Oh, God damn it. Don't do that. <laughs> yeah. Don't be a mensch. No, I'm kidding. Be a mensch. But yeah, it's just... It was a fine movie. It's completely ridiculous, but... I don't think you could get away making it today. Is there a lot of nudity? I can't remember. Or I don't think really. there's any nudity. It's just like anywhere. But it's yeah. No, there's, it's, a, it's, it's a heavy hard innuendo. PG. It's a hard okay. PG. It's rated well, PG. You got to remember, eighty five is different. different. I know. That's Gremlins I mean. is eighty three or eighty four. That's PG, and that's a that's a fucking horrific movie. Yeah. Actually, yeah, like, yeah. Poltergeist. Is yeah, PG. Yeah, that's to say, yeah. PG doesn't mean shit. Nineteen eighty five. No. But no, I was reading an article that said um, hard PG movies back in the eighties. They were hard PGs. That like, was actual rating. Or you're like, just saying that's, that's what, like nowadays they're oh, saying it would gotcha. be a hard PG. I thought there was legit. And like, PG, this was like PG. number eight or seven. I can't remember, but there's a whole list. And then we watched. Gremlins was probably on that list. Yeah, I can't remember, but I just remember it's looking like at eighty five. Things eating people and killing people and shit. That's eighty four. Gremlins. Is eighty four? Yeah. yeah. So I only looked for eighty five when I was going through that list. I didn't look at any other movies to be honest. But yeah, I, I like I said, I didn't hate the movie. It just did you rewatch no, it then? Yeah, we. Oh, you guys did. That was one of the ones we had to get in Netflix DVD because it wasn't streaming. <laughs> yeah. And that, that was the first time I'd ever seen it actually. Yeah, I got like four movies from the library this cycle. Coming we've in got, clutch, man. We've got one in the mailbox right now that came late, and I didn't get a chance to watch Can it. Can you guys, or are you guys, like, ineligible for some reason? To, is there a Walker library? There's a Granville I'm one. I'm banned from the library. Well, I assume you're just banned from things. <laughs> Dom- hey, remember back in the house to be like, hey, can we get Dominoes or whatever? It's like, no, we're banned. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. Good reason. All right. Yeah, weird mm-hmm. science. Not good. Okay. So we all had three different. That doesn't happen too often. Not really. So, this, I just want to turn the page, so I'm going to put this one. But this was, I was going between multiple movies, and this was the one that was like, this is like your final choice, like your last option, you know, kind of thing. You have like five different movies. All right. So, this one is Real Genius. That is my number nine. IMDb is 6.9, Meta 71, 
Tomato 76, audience 83. Worldwide about I'd say just above or just below 13 million. I'm not going to go into 12.95 whatever. Budgeted 8 million. Director Martin Coolidge had Val Kilmore, Stacy Peralta, Daniel Aids, and Andre Otter. Agassi. Okay. And you want to add anything? Uh, no. Covered all the numbers anyway. Okay. I just want to make sure you don't have anything else in your notes. Yeah, I've never seen this. So what's um, going on with this? It's basically a 15, 16 year old that got to college. And Val Kilmore is like, you know, this kid's all, everything has to be set. Like, he gets, this kid, he's kind of a wonder kid. He gets brought into this elite engineering school. Mm -hmm. Uh, William Atherton is kind of the... William Atherton. Yeah, he's the villain. It's a shout-out. He's kind of running the program. And they're working on some kind of laser tracking system. But secretly, he's doing it for the government. So they can use the laser tracking system to blow up anything, anywhere, anytime. Uh, I just lost my train of thought. All right. So, yeah, they bring this kid in and they room him with... Who Who the fuck is the star? Um. Kilmer. Val Kilmer, yes. Yeah, Val Kilmer. He's kind of the this senior. Is, this is, I think Top Gun was probably his breakout, but like, is this kind of like this is? Yeah, he's, this, he's, was, How mean, much did this make? Um, this much. made about thirteen million. Yeah, on an eight Just million below. budget. Maybe people saw it. I guess a little. He's charismatic as fuck in this movie. I think he's awesome. Like, I love Val Kilmer. I mean, it's it's your typical kind of college. I still want to watch comedy. that fucking doc on him. I haven't seen it. Yeah. The Prime one. Yeah. Anyways. Keep going. Sorry. But he kind of takes this new kid under his wing who's getting bullied. And he has good ideas for the laser shit. And he's kind of teaching him how to unleash his fucking kid and all that. He's showing him parties and dicking around. Well, because Val Kilmore used to be just like him. Yeah. Like, he's like, when I came here, I was just like you. And he's super smart. But then he just went, he's... He just parties. He uses his brain just to party. <laughs> and there, there's a pretty funny running bit where some dude just kind of walks into their room mm-hmm. and goes into the closet and disappears. Yeah. And it happens <laughs> like three or four times. Like, this kid. It's supposed to be like science-based maybe? Like there's some kind of like experiment going on? Or is it like. No, I mean, it's kind of, that part is not. It's just a weird joke. Like Yeah, mm-hmm. it's just a joke. Narnia. <laughs> yeah. But this kid sees him like three or four times and goes, follows him to the closet, and it's just a closet. And eventually he talks to Kilmer's like, have you ever seen that guy going to the closet? Oh, you mean William? Yeah. Yeah, that's fucking <laughs> William. <laughs> yeah, like. That's yeah, funny. Be- beer with him and but he was the kid the guy yeah, that's that like, lives like, in like, it's weird, that's like my kind of humor in a weird way oh it's yeah like it's, it's so it's stupid but it's like random absolutely yeah um <clears throat> which makes it smart it's like the so guy weird. that is living in the closet with a trap door and all this shit <laughs> he was a student there that snapped and so that kind of teaches the kid you can't put all your focus in your work you gotta fucking let loose balance and, and 
Just good advice. Atherton is taking all this money for the from the government for this project, but is siphoning it off for his house and doing all these remodels and shit. Mm-hmm. What's this Atherton in? Oh, he's in. He's a fucking character. I just actor. had him on something. Shit. I feel like no, like this movie was very like. Was in Die Hard. I don't know. It was. Yeah, he's a reporter in Die Hard. It was, to me, I, when I read like the what it was as a movie, I was expecting it not to be my style because it's all about science and this and that. I'm not a big science person, but it's actually just like funny. Like it's kind of like a. I'll just say it like it's just a college. It's a tamed college comedy. Yeah. It's was this not, the first time you'd seen it? Yeah. Was it? Okay, shit. I had seen it before. See, so yeah, this is my first He's time. in both the first two diehards because he's, he's the a reporter. shitbag. Yeah. yeah. He's in a fucking season of The Equalizer in the late <laughs> 80s. Was that a show in the 80s? Yeah. Like the legit, like modern day, what we know The Equalizer is? Yeah, the Denzel Washington movie. That's are William Atherton was show. in the TV show. Yeah. I think he so, was The Equalizer. I don't know. Great movie. I um, like it a lot. You should check it out. It's a yeah, real genius. Yeah. Right? It's a good flip. It was on my. That's the thing that sucks. Is so much. I had a lo- I had a pretty long list this time because I'm like, man, Where this is interesting. It, uh, Tubi? Tubi's great. I think it was Tubi, yeah. I remember. I hate. No, I hate Tubi. Trust me. Why? It's like 15. Okay, it's like 45 seconds no, of ads for like ads, every 60 the, minutes. The ads like 30 really minutes. fuck up on our TV, so you have to pause it sometimes oh. and then. Sometimes you have to restart it because this is like a Northman situation where your Wi-Fi was just shitting out because well, you're on the phone. <laughs> no, that was a different situation. Do you remember Northman? Yeah, that I was remember rough. That, yeah, yeah well, as we were we watching, barely it made on, it to Secura. We, <laughs> we were watching it on 4K, and then we switched over to the standard. That's right. Phone. Is that the new thing? Is 4K replacing Blu-ray now? It is, but I don't like really. Because like Tenet, I bought Tenet the other day, and it was like buy on 4K. I was like, I don't know what that is. <laughs> I think you. I'm gonna buy on Blu-ray. You, you bought a hard copy of it, 4K. Yeah. No, on Blu-ray. It's okay. 4K and Blu-ray. Because I, I think you need a 4K Blu-ray player yeah, in order to play a hard copy. I have like the double. It's kind of like the old Blu-ray. DVD. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I've got the 4K Blu-ray. Gotcha. All right. Well, it's your turn, sir. Was that yours? Yeah. Oh, okay. So my bad. Yeah, it was his number nine. Oh. That was my add-on. All right. I'm gonna have to get a ruling on this. Can I talk about a movie that I didn't finish? <laughs> I mentioned this to Tom earlier. I would stick with <laughs> your list that you have now and right. talk about it after. Because what if the last half of that movie just absolutely fucking sucks? I'm sure it doesn't. It's I don't think very it very well, and it's the best director yeah, of like in Asian but history. But I would vote no. This one's rough because it's not that good of a movie. Number nine is Say No Most Fire. Then, didn't watch it. Didn't watch it. Have you ever seen it? Never seen it. Never seen it. Oh, okay. Tomato meter, 42. Audience, 68. IMDb, a 6.3. Meta, 35. Directed by Joel Schumacher of Batman and Robin fame. Written by Schumacher and Carl Kurlander. Budget of $10 million. Had 37.8 US. No worldwide release. Had Demi Moore, Rob Lowe, Judd Nelson. Yeah, that was a Brett pick. Ali Sheedy. Yep, Emilio Estevez and Andy McDowell. Oh, and um, what's her name? God damn it, Mara Winnington uh, or Winningham. She's fr- she was on The Outsider. She was a, a couple eighties movies. Sounds like a coot. She's a nice lady. Damn it. 
anyway. Um, well, this movie's about a bunch of guy, like guys and gals that are just out of Georgetown University in D.C. It seems like a Hughes movie. It's not, obviously, but it's got some of those that group, you know, Sheedy and yeah. Judd Nelson. Fuck this year, the same movies. Estevez. Same. Yep, Estevez. Demi Moore with long <laughs> hair, which threw me off because I'm s- I'm just so used to her being GI Jane or Ghost. Yeah. Oh, I'm like, oh, she getting, had long well, hair. Not getting the GI Jane. No, that was the like Will ten Smith. years ago. No, the Will Smith. <laughs> oh God, don't slap me. <laughs> <laughs> Keep Demi Moore's name out your fucking mouth. <laughs> All right, here we go. Yeah. So, anyways, it's about a bunch of like post grad. 23, 24, 25 year olds. I don't know. Some of them went to law school because a couple of them are lawyers. So 26, 27. They're in the mid 20s. Yeah. It's just about like young adult life. Like Rob Lowe is a, a musician. He's a fuck up. He's a nice guy. Very lovable. Sexy. And he still yeah. is. Goddamn. No homo. Um, but anyways, he he has a wife, but he like cheats on her all the time. He's like a piece of shit. There's Judd Nelson, who's with Ali Sheedy. They're engaged. He's a lawyer. No, no, he's not a lawyer. He's a he works for a congressman. He's like a lobbyist of some kind or something. But he's they're all shitty people. Like he cheats on her. Um, I can't remember the actor's name. I have to look it up. But he, let me take this first. He is um. There's like Judd Nelson's friend is in love with his girlfriend. And like he cheats on his girlfriend. Like it's just. It's almost like a teen movie, but in their mid-twenties. Right. Now these people are good people. Um, I still kind of liked it. The, the The title is based, the bar they go to is St. Elmo's Fire. I didn't know that until I watched the movie. I was like, oh, I was wondering why this is called this. Yeah, I have no idea. So it's just like people struggling with the doll. Uh, Demi Moore's character is like a, uh, she's an alcoholic. She's a spendaholic. She's got like a bad stepmom. She blows money. She might have. I think one of them. She might be her. A couple of them have coke problems. Well, it was the eighties. Yeah. Her nick. Her name's Jules. But she's also like. It's about how shitty you can be in your mid twenties too. Like, there's a scene where her and Rob Lowe are in a vehicle, and she's trying to like confide in him, like, and he's just trying to pick her up. Right. Even though they're friends, and she was like, she fucking kicks him out of the car in his driveway, where his wife sees that happening. Like, it's like. <laughs> There are some really good qualities to this movie. Andrew McCarthy is the guy that plays. He's in Orange is the New Black. He's in Pretty in Pink. He's one of the main guys. Not John Cryer, but the other guy. Well, I know him off the... And he's uh, in The Blacklist for seven seasons. How the fuck? He must have been a main character. But no, I recognize him as Orange is the New Black, (laughs) but... But, like, his character is the one everyone thinks he's gay because he's real quiet and just kind of... Not that it makes you gay, but... But, like, he has tendencies. Right. But he's actually in love with Ali Sheedy. Yeah. Which, whatever happened to Ali Sheedy? I think she had a kind of breakdown, maybe. Oh, did she? Or she had kids. I don't know what, but... Two different things. (laughs) Or maybe the same thing. Maybe the same thing. Yeah, good call. I'm going to give you a high five for no reason. Good call, though. It's the thing. It's like, this could have also been my worst because, like, all these people are fucking horrible people. Yeah. Except, like, the guy... The guy who loves Ellie Sheedy is okay. And she's actually not terrible either. But the rest of them are, like... Rob Lowe is a piece of shit. Even though you love him, he's just, like... Right. 
There's a couple of cheesy scenes he's a musician where he's playing parts. the saxophone. He's clearly not playing the saxophone because I played the saxophone. It's like that the fingering. You're not playing the saxophone. Well, I love him on Parks and Rec. Oh, he's great. Yeah, Parks and Rec. Wayne's World, West Wing. That that show yeah. actually holds up pretty well. Rob, but him and doing that underage porn was not good for him. Yeah, that hurt him a bit. Wait, what? With Rob Lowe? Yeah, he had a porn <clears throat> with an underage girl on there. I was back in the nineties. I think. Yeah, this was old. I mean, I, I'm not. I'm not defending this. It could be something in '92 where you're like, "Oh, Jesus, I didn't fuck." Like, he's young yeah, enough. Where maybe uh, I'm not saying it's okay. I'm not defending. Like, never mind. Take that part out, Tom. <laughs> But it's not like he's parts and wreck Rob Lowe doing that. Because they're like, dude, you got to like right. have a limit. Like, I'm 35 almost. I wouldn't go below like 22. Oh, yeah. Hitting I, somebody up. Let's not get like how I Oh, I know you would. No. <laughs> oh, I'll be driving. Right now. But, um, <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. So. So does the movie end with everybody just in, <laughs> in fucking shambles? Or is it a happy ending? It's not a good ending. Like, a lot of everybody, they kind of gather as a friend group. Wait, wait, wait. He just said it. Did they come in the end? Was there a happy ending? They all came together. Mm, nice. It was great. It was a big pie. <laughs> big cream uh, I'm pie. sorry. Anyways, <laughs> I think, if I recall, it's, this is, like, one of the first movies I watched through this cycle, so it's been a month, probably. Um, I think the couple, so it's what... I think Ellie Sheedy and Judd Nelson work it out and move away. And the rest of them are kind of like, oh, what are we going to do? But they go out to, like, dinner, and they like, they kind of at least are, like, still a strong group. Gotcha. So I guess in that sense, it's positive. But, like, but all, these people, all, all these people are fucking wrecks. Yeah. Dude. Like, but I actually, in one way that ages well, I I know so many people. I mean, think of all the people I know where it's, like, dude, that's people I work with. Not No names or anything, but it's, like, people that, like, I actively hear them cheating on their talking about cheating on their wives or husbands, and it's like some of them are together, and you're like, Jesus Christ, dude! Like people are fucked up. Oh yeah. And you're in your 30s now, like yeah. your 40s. Wait, so where are we going with? No, I'm just saying, like, Wait, the, the movie ends. The no, the movie ends. He's saying the movie ends like they're kind of in a good place, but like but adults not. are still adults are fucked up. Mm-hmm. We're all fucked up. Yeah, I'm 37 and single, so that's what we're talking. That doesn't mean you're fucked up. Oh, I'm fucked up. <laughs> I mean, you are fucked up. That's besides the point. I'm a little high. No, but just, I'm just saying, like, there's yeah. there's ways this movie ages bad and well. I say based on adulthood and how it is, it ages decently. But it's also like, God, these people are terrible. It's not that good of a movie. Yeah. So this could have been your worst age. Could have. Okay. There's a couple good scenes. I liked a couple scenes, but mm, that's fair. I didn't dislike. I didn't hate it or anything. It's It's fine. Probably one of the worst number nines I've had. You guys cancel each other out, but you go ahead. My nine got knocked out. So my number eight is Witness. Yes, that's on three. I like this movie a lot. IMDb is 7.4. Meta score is 76. Rotten Tomatoes of 93% tomato meter, 80% audience. With a $12 million budget. Domestically, $68,706,993. It's directed by Peter Weir. Written by William Kelly, Pamela Wallace, and Earl W. Wallace. We watched this. It might have even been before. No, it started 
right like after Harrison Ford. Podcast. We watched this for the Harrison Ford podcast. So we watched. We did our podcast that Saturday. I think that Sunday we watched it. Yeah, so we did this the day after the with, 85 uh, punch. So that we watched this a while ago. The 86. With his or, friends? Yeah. Or I guess it's both your friends, but his friend yeah. from work. Old school. Well, yeah. I'm going to Mexico with him. Oh, yeah. We did the Harrison Ford podcast. That's, Which, and by that the way, was the first time I'd ever Tanger, seen Quick what did you choose for your Harrison Ford? Blade Runner. What did you choose? Um, I did Adeline. <laughs> Age of Adeline. Age of Adeline. Isn't that new? Yeah, I came out twenty fifth. I did not know he was in that. Anyways, yeah, great movie. Witness, watch it. I like this movie a lot. No, I did too. I never seen. I'm talking about Age of I know. I'm talking about Witness now. But no, Witness is. It's very graphic. We owned like, this as a kid, and like my parents had it on VHS on their because they taped it off cable. Mm-hmm. I probably saw parts of it as a kid, but I don't remember it. And watching this, I was like, "Damn!" Like, well, as an eight year old, I knew Lucas Haas was in it. As an eight year old, watching somebody get murdered. And you're from Danny Glover of no of all people too. Yeah, so great. And you're an Amish kid who hasn't been anywhere to like that's his first time going to Baltimore. He was pretty uh, street smart to the city, and that is the one thing that made it crazy. What were they going to the city for? To see her sister. Yeah, so her sister probably wasn't because I there was that weird thing where I watched a doc on it once where it's like. Rum Springer, Rum Springer, you where can they leave can kind of leave, go yeah. back or not. And a lot of them get into drugs and shit. Right. But so I don't know if like she married into it or her sister was just. And got Harrison out. Ford was a cop. Well, who... she's not married. I guess she has a widow, right? She's a widowed. Yeah, she has a kid. So yeah, she has a kid. yeah. Well, that doesn't mean she's. But Harrison well, maybe, in that, maybe in that. Yeah. No, well, what's that? Husband... What's that blonde dude that's like into her? That douche. He was Amish too, but I know, but he was um, like, but no, her husband died of something like in the field or wherever. I don't know what happened. Like an accident? I, I can't remember. I can't remember either. But no, like Harrison Ford was a cop who found out that it was a dirty cop, which he thought the guy he trusted was. Yeah, the kid sees the trophy trust. case with like yeah. the the celebratory thing so of Andy Glover. He points. He thought he could trust mm-hmm. that one guy, but that one guy was part of it, and it became. I like did a know that idea. instantly. I was like, "This is a bad idea. This is gonna end well. <laughs> he's gonna be part of it." Like, not that I'm usually I'm okay at predicting movies, but that one yeah. was like, I don't even know if they telegraphed it even, but it was just kind of like. Well, oh, '80s yeah. movies, '90s movies are very predictable. Yeah, there's still some that are there's still There's some that are not, but yeah, most I mean, are. Storytelling but, in general has gotten better. but Yes, exactly. That's what I'm trying to get with. Like, <laughs> we get to the 2000s. Yeah, it kind of got to where... See, I that's why I love that some coming. of the off... guy, The guys like Lynch and stuff, where it just you get so off-kilter. You're like, I don't even know where the story's going. Yeah. But yeah, this movie, McGillis... What else did Kelly McGillis do? Dude, mm-hmm. did you look at her now? No. I mean, she was in Top Gun, the original. Yes, that's why I, I knew and her. And she was in... Uh, Dude, she's the, like 100 pounds heavier and gray hair. I mean, she this movie's aged, 36 years old. She aged worse than most. Yeah, but... Did she? Yeah, yeah. bad. The gray hair is the thing where I'm like, okay, whatever. And then she was in the other movie. Her now? The Accused. Sure. I got her So she had a run. I'm joking. Did she get nominated? Ford, this is only This is Ford's only nomination. This is Ford's only nomination. I, think I still think got, like the fugitive probably should have gotten a chance. He he's, got he's this movie had a few nominations, but it was Ford's only. I think it was up for best picture. I think you're right, and maybe this year for best picture is pretty weak. It's like Out of Africa, Color Purple, Witness, 
like years later, thirty-seven years later, oh, Back to the just... Future would probably be best picture or up for it'd be at least up. This was up for a ton of Oscars. Mm, it won for best eight, best right? screenplay. It's a good one, screenplay. That's an original screenplay. Best writing screenplay written directly from the screen, so original screenplay. Yep. It won for film editing. It was nominated for best picture. Harrison Ford was nominated. Weir was nominated for director. Best cinematography. Uh, best original score and best art direction. Oh, the score was pretty good too. Uh, that's the thing is like, I don't know Peter Weir. I know that that's... name. I mean, yeah, that's a bad picture, though. But, like, that's also, like, a 60-something-year-old woman. I don't know. I'm not going to judge her. You look at her top gun? Yeah, I know. You know what? I'll be looking good until I die because it'll be 10 years. Yeah, so you're not going to live to be, like, 37 now almost? 38, bitch. Oh, you already are. I turned 38 in January. My sister just turned 37. He turns 38 in less than 30 days. Fucking Halloween bitch. He's a tiger's curse. I'm gonna murder him <laughs> so he can fucking win for once. Peter Weir. Uh, I know that he's a big director back in the day. Did Truman Show, Master and Commander. Oh, Truman Show was great. Dead Poet Society. That's good. I'm yeah. in the list. Um, I've never seen Master Commander, but I've actually heard it's pretty good. It's underrated. Is that 04? 03? 03. Truman Show is the shit. All right, but so. I mean, this movie is it's, ty- it's a typical kind of fish out of hey, water. Hey, we haven't really talked about this movie. <laughs> no, like Cause... it's a great movie. Um, I I just thought it was pretty graphic for an eight year old to see. Danny Glover's kind of scary. It's weird to see him be scary. Yeah, it was because uh, yeah. he's usually lethal weapon, good cop. Yep, and I forgot the other guy. Uh, I wrote his name down somewhere. Joseph Sumner. He's the other. He's the chief or captain or whatever the guy he confides in where yep. it's like I'll take care of it and like his <laughs> wife's in on it almost like she knows like yeah, my husband's knows. a piece of fucking shit I are you doing okay over there with that yeah, Hemi good. yeah I'm good that's that big Hemi over there uh yeah I I like this movie a lot and we watched it I watched it with the GF she yeah I sound like a douche right there um uh, <laughs> Yeah, you sound like a she enjoyed it. High schooler, though, probably right? more than I did. Like, yeah, yeah really like I said, movie. it was the first time I'd seen it. Yeah, I, I think know. I might oh, have I've seen, seen parts. Like I knew the premise, so I'd at say least three times. I knew it had to do with Amish and a kid seeing her crime. Yeah, witness. I've always been sense. a big Harrison Ford fan. I kept saying during that scene where they drop the silage yeah. into the silo, I was like, that kills people. Like, oh that, yeah, In, I'm from farm country. Well, I'm yes, yeah, so we are. Yep. I have silos. We had two silos on my property. And you had to get dismantled. That silage in there is probably, if you walked in there, you'd die. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Like, it's poisonous. The fumes are poisonous. So, like, that guy gets buried. I was like, I even told her, I was like, the fumes fumes killed him before that did. Yeah. There's no way you, you might get buried, but the fumes, they're like, it's, I don't know what it's like, but it's It's not good. Mustard gas or something. Yeah, something. <coughs> but, uh, yeah, um, I really like when I'm glad it's on all three of them. Mine's the highest. I'm number three. That's my eight. I don't care. You just go, Travis. No, so you no he just went. I'll see yeah, you. Okay. you go. 
So this one I don't think anybody will have. That's why I'll do this one. Okay. It's called The Creator. You told me about this. I've never, I've never heard, heard of this. Watch, no. um, so I don't know if you guys heard of... I'll just go into this real quick before I talk. So there's this... Uh, you can do choose... It's called Cinematic Sex. Basically, I think is what it's called. Are you so, talking about the movie? No, I'm talking about the site I found. So, you, so they have all the. Is year, it related to the movie? So, so you put the year of the movies that you're looking oh. at, and then they give you like the ones that have the most nudity. And this one was on there. There's not much. Is this There's movie some, French? No, it's not French. It's actually American. George. <laughs> so, it's called The Creator. IMDb a six point one. No meta. Tomato thirty eight percent. Audience seventy six percent. Worldwide, um, 5.35 million. No budget. Um, director Ivan Pope Pazer, um, had Peter O'Toole, Mario Hemingway, Peter O'Toole, Vincent Spaniel, Virginia um, Madison, and David Steers. So I pulled up. I'm just going to. You're right. Okay. Um, let me talk about the movie. I have to deal. We'll pause for a minute. Um, so I wanted to read off the IMDb title because it's the best way to put this movie. Uh, but I have 900 tabs open. And at that point, just open a new one and research it. Just let's not talk about my addiction. Oh, it's right there. No. Oh, wait. I think. Oh, it's because I looked at Kelly McGill. Okay. All right. So we're getting somewhere. So it's an eccentric scientist teacher. This is the creator, by the way. Who teaches a student in his own manner while he looks for a way to clone his deceased wife. And so this guy literally like took one of his students and um, he fell in love with the girl, like the head girl of the school. Everybody loved her and she finally broke up with her boyfriend and I don't know. This movie is one of those that like he actually succeeds, but it's weird because what are you going to do with an infant of your wife? So this was going to be a worse age almost because it's like you're trying to recreate your wife, but she's being born as a baby in your garage with all this stuff. So it wasn't like a perfect match to when she died. It was just her yeah. DNA being reborn again. And I don't remember specific details of this movie. It's been way too long. Um, but there was a lot going on because he chose this kid and um, there was a lot. Like, it was a great movie, though. 
Um, was it a straight drama? Was it sci-fi? It's was sci-fi. It That's the thing. Was is, it? it was sci-fi. You'd really enjoy it. Um, they classify as comedy, romance, and sci-fi. And I really enjoyed it. How does like, it end? Like, happily ever after? Yeah, or? it does. Did he find a way to dramatically increase her he ended up age get, time? He ended up getting rid of, like... So, okay. What's great about this movie is it's just clicked in my head now you say that because <laughs> I get different images. How this movie ends is... He ends up creating uh, his wife, but while creating his wife, he was significantly older, like than this, like a, one of his students, which is why he probably could not make this debate too. But um, <laughs> they end up like she ends up living with him. They end up falling in love, and then he could not give her what she wanted, so she leaves, and then he ends up like destroying like what he created of his ex-wife that died. Not ex. I guess his wife that died. And realized that he was in love with the student. student? Yeah. Yeah, he might not be able to get away with that anymore. I don't even know if she was a student, but she was very young. Like I said, it's been a month since I saw this, but the only reason I watched it because it was available in my room because I have an Amazon TV and an Amazon TV. So you have is certain apps. So you had to like, oh, the streams on this because I just introduced him to just watch. You use just. Oh, watch. I used to just watch a lot. Exactly. It's I easy. D- it's pretty up to date too. Yeah, so that's why I, uh, I just got him on. Board. So I'll find like, oh man, this is on, whatever Paramount or Peacock. Yeah. Like that's how I watch. I Exorcist three for. Yeah, so that's where I looked at it. It's like oh. But no, I really enjoyed this movie a lot. It was. Yeah, I remember you telling me about it after you watched it. And you said you really enjoyed yeah, it. Yeah, I'm like, but. it was fine. It was good. Like, definitely worth talking about because it wasn't even the top 150 when I was starting to search through it. 150. Oh yeah, I guess those. It goes pretty deep. But back then, even. But that's ooh, why I choose. That's a. That's, a that's weird why I do sex cinema, cinema every now. Why not? Like, put in the year, just say, hey, oh, yeah, this movie, I've watched. And movies, the most amount of minutes of nudity on screen. I like just trying some of these new movies, like, or not new movies, but new, like, sometimes you will just try something, it's like, it's like 90th on IMDb, but like, why Yeah, I, I, I tend not to pay too much attention to the scores, it's more about the description. Yeah. I yeah, especially plot, getting down there. Well, that's the thing is like when I chose like out of Africa for age the worst, I shouldn't even fucking show. Even though I, I dig historical things, but there's just one person's like autobiography that I don't even know who they are. Yeah, yeah. So I definitely. Like, yeah, if you can get me on your synopsis for you know, I don't know. It's just it's interesting. Like yeah, yeah, I get it. Got a lighter over there. I'm sorry, Trav. You got it. You got Trav lighter. Did you need to take a break? Did you say? Yeah. Oh yeah, you do. I, I got to send this text. That is not right. what I need. I need the lighter, not the not the <laughs> actual vape. Oh yeah, I meant to give. You <laughs> I ain't doing no nicotine, bro. Okay. I'm no. Clean. This is just a simple text. So you got. Okay. So So I'm good with um this movie. 
Um, I don't think there's not much just to be said, but I just got to pick another one. Um, I guess I'll do my number nine. No, my number eight. Sorry. What was your nine? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Nine. Same number as five. Yeah, my number eight is Better Off Dead. Didn't watch it. It was on my short list. I like so. this. It was a uh, Tomato 77, Audience 87. IMDb is 7.1, Meta 51, directed by <laughs> some, I love this name, Savage Steve Holland. What a tool bag. <laughs> it's so funny. <laughs> There's no budget listed on IMDb. US, it made 10.3 million, no worldwide. John Cusack, Daniel Ogden Steers, Diane Franklin, and Curtis Armstrong. So this is about like, it's a high school movie essentially, but it's about this Cusack's like this kid and he has this blonde girlfriend that he loves and he's got pictures of her all over his fucking apartment. What was his one called? Better Off Dead. Okay, yeah. I saw that. John Cusack. I didn't see this, but I wanted to see it. uh, So he's like dating this girl and she falls in love with with this new ski captain at their high school who's just a douchey looking guy. Cusack gets suicidal and he keeps like trying to kill himself in different ways and like their neighbor has his neighbor across the street has like this overweight kid and he has a foreign exchange student who's French? I think. French. She's pretty hot and he keeps saying like this is my girlfriend and stuff and John Cusack and her are like end up She's interested in Cusack, but he's so hung up at his girlfriend, he doesn't right. want to be with her. And they end up together. It's like a rom-com, but it's also like a skiing. There's some skiing elements where he's got he's got to make the ski team to prove this guy wrong. It's it's stupid. I, I do remember reading It's that. stupid, but it's, it's like, it's kind of fun. Uh, David Ogden Steers was on MASH. He played the British guy. I'd never watched MASH. The last few seasons, one of the, the, the they're, they're like anti-airport antagonist was like a british guy okay. the first person is a different guy an american guy okay um yeah i, I remember reading the description it's fine and like in it any get other year great reviews right it's like it was... seven seventy seven eighty seven on rotten tomatoes 71 7.151 was this kind of cute i mean say anything it was I'm probably th- his fucking so that's 89 that's pretty late have we had anything? Stand by me. He's got the small part as the brother. Yeah, he dies. That... Yeah, probably say anything. He's not in any John Hughes things. I don't no, think. I don't think so. So yeah, I I guess this so, might have possibly been a minor breakout. What's the, what's the money again? I gotta look. It made ten point three, which isn't great. There's no budget listed. I guess. I mean, it's like, yeah, it's it's a silly movie. It's it's fun though. It's high school. There's some skiing stuff. I don't know. Yeah. There's no. It's a. It's always sunny episode that kind of spoofs on some husky movies, but the, one of them is this for sure. Yeah. I didn't realize until after I watched. I was like, oh, sunny scoop spoof. Was this movie. the first time you'd seen it? Yeah. Okay. And this was streaming somewhere. Uh, we watched it somewhere. I can't remember where. There's no way I rented this. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm thinking maybe Tubi. Yeah, that's Very where a lot. It of might have been is. HBO though, possibly. Yeah, and before we take a break, um, we were talking earlier. Um, 
Would there be like a Sunday that you'd be interested to like Let's watch? Let's do this on the break. We okay, can talk about this break. on the break. Shut the fuck up. <clears throat> Watching porn together? Okay. <laughs> um, just doing like an eighty-five or eighty-four movie. All right. So yeah, that's that's better off dead. Good Q sex starter. Sex starter. <laughs> nice. Anyways, number eight, right. Tom. So yes, my number. Well, my number seven. Seven. <clears throat> Uh, watch it for the first time. Clue. That's no. my number six. This is one of Ashley. This is I Ashley's know. favorite I, I, movie. I figured it was going to be on your list because I remember talking about that. This is Ashley's yeah. favorite. Oh, is that what th- I mentioned earlier and you didn't say anything? But I was <laughs> that's, like, that's, I, I purposely said nothing because I, oh, I couldn't remember if I told you that. But IMDb. I like this a lot. 7.2, a meta score of 39. I don't get that. I don't either. And Rotten Tomatoes of 68% tomato meter, 86% audience. $15 million budget, $14,643,997 without a worldwide release. Directed by Jonathan Lynn, written by John Landis. Yeah, John Landis. I didn't realize that. Jonathan Lynn, based on the that's Parker his, Brothers. That's post, that? that's post, yeah. I can't believe. That's post Twilight so Zone bullshit, too. This is the one thing that cracked For Landis. Is every time. Is that on your list? <laughs> no, it wasn't. Did you watch it? <coughs> oh, I've seen this multiple times. We had to get but no, like every Netflix TV. She owns no. it. <laughs> the thing that cracked me up is every time, like, oh, it's the first time I saw this, it was certain movies. I'm like, I've seen this. Yeah. And you're like, I, what? And I'm like, yeah, I saw this. Oh, I saw this one. I saw this one. He's like, how do you sell these 1985 movies? I'm like, not only did I have an older sister, but these played on Comedy Central. Like, really? Blue played on a lot. Of I Comedy mean, I Central. knew who was and in it. I was unemployed for some time in my life. So, Ashley, this is literally like her top and her top three movies. She yeah. loves this movie. She's like, I've seen this movie. I wore, she's like, I wore out the DVD. Basically. Me being a server most of my life, I didn't have to be worked out for. So, I liked, I liked the little like, like you kind of assume things. It's not like hard I, to predict. I but, fucking like, love Who Done It movies. But I love Who Done It, yeah. like yeah. Knives Out. Yeah, absolutely. But I love like, um, like Tim Curry, how he's really actually Mister Body in a sense. Yeah. I mean, he's. He's yeah, the guy yeah. that wants to know the shit and has the dirt on all these people. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of people in this dude. Like Martin Mole was a big deal back in the day. You know, when he was on the Roseanne for a few seasons, like he was a big deal. Yeah, they had uh McKeon, who was in fucking uh Better Call Saul. Michael McKean, who's Mr. Green. Uh, yeah, I'm thinking of um Mel Brooks chick. Oh, um, uh oh, not Madeline Kahn, but yeah, Madeline, Madeline Kahn. Kahn? Yeah. Yep, she was a Scarlet. I think she was. She was the one who killed her husband, supposedly. Oh yeah, yeah, okay. Um, I can't. I I was never a big Clue guy. Like the game. I, up, I, I knew really of played. it. I think we played it a couple times when I was a kid, but yeah, it's like usually I, we played Scrabble was, or like that was never a state. Our game was like Scrabble or like Aggravation, which is like a marble game. Okay. Kind of like sorry, but with marbles. Yeah. yeah in a different yeah. way. I, I know what you're talking about with that. Um, or cards. But yeah, like... Yeah, Madeline Kahn. I like this movie. It's, it's fun. 
and there's and at least what I watched, there's three endings, and you get the final ending. That was wild. There was agent. four different endings. I was. I think there's three, three, right? Three. three, yeah. I was reading the IMDb trivia when it got released in theaters. You were gonna get one of those three endings randomly. Randomly. Oh, fucking weird. Yeah. That'd be funny to be like, dude, I can't. Like somebody spoil it outside the like, theater. You'd what be the like, fuck are you talking about? Do we what see the, fuck the same I know fucking Miss Scarlet? You fucking ass. <laughs> but yeah, and I don't think they were ever put together until the DVD came out. Ashley made me laugh because when they show Mr. Green and he's and you and he's got like a he has a wife, right? Is that what it is? I can't remember what it. Uh, he says something about like. One of them is being blackmailed because they're gay. One of them is being blackmailed because... It might be him, but he's the FBI agent. Mike McKean's character at the very end when he busts them. God damn it. Ashley said something to me where she was like... Yeah. She was like... Except he's gay. He likes men. And like she just like she explained it, but it was such a funny way to explain it. I just burst out laughing when I'm like, Jesus Christ! Like, yeah, he doesn't like women because he's gay. He likes men. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I know what that means. Yeah, but it was just like so funny the way she did it. But but yeah, I I enjoyed this and oh the the, the girl that played the maid was hot. I was going between um to be honest and Tim Curry is awesome. That scene where he has to like. Go through the whole scene where it's like, and then we went here, right, going and, and even she she said to me, and she was like, "This is really impressive acting." I was like, "Yeah, Tim Curry's awesome." I was going between um, real genius oh, and um, that one. That was one of my other ones. I was going back and forth as my add-on. Yeah, clue's my number six. So I, the clue was good. I really enjoyed it. Every time I've seen it, it was good, but. It was one of those ones that was an add-on if I needed it. And I had no, this is, this is a legit list maker. Yeah, I mean, I mean it was just an add-on for me. I, I don't know much about the game, but apparently the sets were built to resemble the board of the game, and it was all I see, supposed I to be laid out the I right way. I haven't played it in so long, I couldn't really I, tell. I couldn't tell. But I do know, like, do you know, like, the game where it's like, with the, with the candlestick, candlestick in the, the solarium, the, with yeah, or I guess that wouldn't be the wrong. There was a, but yeah, it's always something you know. Miss, you'd have to guess who it was, what they did, and where they did it. I yeah. don't remember how the game. I guess it's like a murder mystery. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. But I don't remember like how they use the plot if in the game if they ever mentioned them being all in DC because it's all like they're all politics DC, related. Yeah. Because Miss Scarlet's like a, she's kind of like a madam. Correct? That's right, yeah. One of them's a madam. One of them killed their husband. One of them yeah, is... Yeah, Miss Peacock killed her husband, I think. One of them's married to a politician, and she's taking, skimming money off the side or something like yeah. that. It was cool. I, I liked it. The, Martin Mole is... It's got oh, Christopher very, Lloyd is barely... He barely says much in it. Not really. But he's like the Professor Plum where he's like sleeping with an underage student. Is that what it was? Or something? He he had a baby with a student? What was it? No, uh, he uh, was uh, sleeping with his... Who's the girl that got shot on the porch, Yes, right? it was a... Because uh, they're all related. Everyone who's unrelated to He it was a psychiatrist and was sleeping with one of his patients, patients or something. Yeah. And yeah. she's the girl that gets shot on the porch. Yes, the candy gram or whatever. Yeah, candy gram. But... Yeah, it was it was a pretty cool movie. It had very witty dialogue. I liked it. 
Yeah. It's fast paced. It's not, you know, it's only like a hundred minutes, maybe. I just yeah. love how like the cop showed up and like. But even he's related, right? <laughs> like the black dude, or is that the electrician guy? Was the cop legit? <laughs> the cop was a black guy, but. But wasn't I mean, he no, somehow he was, being black? What I loved too? about him. He was involved somehow. Yeah. Uh, but like, is there anything anything to see? And they're like making out with dead people and. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, it's just straight up kind of slapstick murder mystery comedy. It's, it's fucking good. Mm-hmm. All right, so which was that, Byer? That was Tom. Number that was number eight or seven. Well, maybe. I already crossed this one off, so I'm just going to talk about it because I did it by accident. Runaway Train. That's my number three. That's I love this list. movie. I've never seen this. Oh, 7.2 IMDb. No meta. 67. Was it? I yeah. didn't see it. Um, tomato 83. Audience 76. Worldwide 7.7 million. I'm rounding up. Budget 9 million. Director Andrea Con- Andre Konchalovsky. Yeah. But had John Voigt, Eric Roberts. Rebecca De De Mornay. De Mornay. This was the second Rebecca De Mornay movie. Somebody yeah. else had one earlier. This is a good movie. I don't think it was me. Might oh. have been Creator. She was in. It was a good yeah. action film. This movie was fucking fantastic. I'd never seen it before. Never I heard no, of it before. Exactly. I'd never heard of it at all. And it had it was three Oscar shorts. nominations. What? Yeah. <laughs> Voight was nominated. I think Get Roberts was nominated. Get the fuck out of here. Where was I on this movie? This is a great movie. I enjoyed every bit of it, and I knew it was going to be on my list. And Boy was pretty sweet back in the day, too. But it's about convicts that escape from prison. They get on a train, the wrong train, because the train, the guy that was supposed to run in the train had a heart attack and fell off of it. And so it just kept going, going, going. They're changing tracks, and yeah. What and, were the noms? Were they all visual? Uh, editing and Boyd- stuff? Was nominated for lead. Roberts was nominated for supporting. Wow. And it was nominated for film editing. God, I I honestly don't even know what this is. I didn't know what it was until we watched it. Yeah, it was good. I'm glad you Runaway Train? Yeah. Runaway Train. 1985, because there's a lot of Runaway Trains. Eric Roberts, yeah, dude. He's fucking... Isn't he the father of What's-Her-Face, the younger... The father of Emma. Emma, yep. Yeah. Brother Sister, to brother of Julia. Yeah. Well, it's not even talking about Emma. It's just, uh, we are the Millers. Konchalovsky, yeah. Damn, how did I miss this movie? Look at who wrote it. I don't. I, I didn't realize that until today. It was, the, the screenplay was based, based on, on a, something Akira Kurosawa wrote, which is the Japanese guy. Jesus. This is who I want to talk about later in a brief thing, but that was my one earlier. Yeah. I was like, I watched like a half the movie. <laughs> but I, I read that today as I was making my list. I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah. But then what's funny about this film is they only thought we only thought there was two people on this. There was a girl that fell asleep. <laughs> Good. <coughs> and she finally woke up, and that's who blew the horn because they're going to set the trains off track because they didn't think anybody's on it. Yeah. And um, John Voight is, he's this fucking 
career fucking criminal. He's Danny been Trejo's in this. He's yeah. He, I mean, Small for role. a scene, but so cool. Voight's this crazy fucking motherfucker. He's been welding it welded into his cell for four years. Yeah, they finally set him free. They the government comes in and says this is welded. You can't do that. Yes, that's humane. And so they have to let him out. He gets out. The fucking warden of the prison. This takes place in Alaska. The warden of the prison is a fucking douchebag too, of course. So they have this rivalry. He Boyd gets out. Eric Roberts is another convicted felon. He's convicted of statutory rape. Mm-hmm. Like it was. You were saying sounds about right. But and he play terrible. he plays kind of a dumb, on the spectrum maybe character, you okay. know. And he just he's in love with Boyd's character. He's like you're the man, like, and he kind of helps him escape from prison, and he goes with him. They have to run across. Fucking Alaska in the winter. It's fucking cold as shit. Yeah. And they end up hopping on a train. The conductor of the train has a heart attack and dies and falls off, and it's a runaway train. Yeah. That's oh, okay. the and story. It had a basically, like, it's going at speeds of 90, and it was going to go across this bridge and destroy it because the bridge had the max of 55. And there was all this... Like tension and bullshit that there's, happened. There's a lot of tension between the two of them when Mariel Hemingway's character comes in that increases the tension. Like, did you ever see Unstoppable? I think it was on your list. Yeah, that was on my yeah that's on Rewatchables. That was one of they had Tarantino on that's as a right. guest, and he was like one of his favorite movies. But that, this gets a With lot Pine of his ideas. And Washington, right? Yeah. That's kind of what it was reminding me of actually. Yeah, and it, yeah. it takes a lot of cues from this movie. There's no it's just a train. There's no like criminals on the train and unstoppable, but the whole idea of a train not making a turn or ruining a bridge is directly yeah. from this movie. It's it's fucking great. And spoiler alert, but Voight being the fucking mm. asshole dickhead the entire fucking movie sacrifices himself to save Roberts and the girl. But yeah. it's a good flick. I like it a lot. This was yeah. on yours? This was on mine. Yeah, and you've was, never seen it? I've never seen it. I've never this heard of it. This is the first it. time I saw it, yeah. Like, I don't know. It might be on my shortlist. I just missed it, but, like, I don't think I was on my shortlist even. It was deep, and, like, it was on Maybe my that's second why. column of my IMDb Usually list. Usually I go, like, because I'll go based on votes, and I'll go, like, maybe 200 deep. Yeah. 150-ish, because it's kind of, like, back in, that, back in 1985, it's not that. No. Deep, actually. Or it's pretty deep, actually. Because, like, you get 100 in it, and sometimes you're like, Jesus. Like, yeah. It's pretty bad. Yeah. For sure. Um, But this one was low on the IMDb screen. I, I didn't really – this is the first time I forgot to write down, like, miss the cut because this year to me was so, like, meh. Yeah. Yeah, we're getting. To... I'm not. I'm glad we didn't shorten it. Still, like, I don't want to shorten stuff until no. it's necessary. Necessary. Yeah, I think 83 could get bad. I, Eight, 83 I, is pretty 84 good. 84 is fucking incredible. 84 is good, but no, I'm just saying. I think you can I go back to 80, 80 pretty good. 70s is where so. it gets thin. 70s yeah. is where 79 is like, pretty strong. There was a couple of 70s taxis years, like 78, 77, where they're like, 
Taxi? Taxi driver? Yeah. Taxi's a show. Robert. That's Taxi Driver. That's 78? I thought it was 76. Maybe 76. Okay. Well. Sorry. We just got off tangent. So, I just did mine. So, I haven't gone in a bit. So, I'll go number five. No. Sorry. I'm out of order. Number seven. I'm probably the only one. This is nostalgia. Do not judge me. Pee Wee's Big Adventure. Yeah. Hell yeah, baby. That's your Tomato own. meter 87, audience 79. Okay, this one actually Ashley did not like. <laughs> I am to be a 7, meta 47. She actually said to me, this is not better than Master of Disguise. I go, yes, it is. <laughs> well, I can't Look at the scores. That, Director Tim Burton, written by Phil Hartman, Paul Rubens, and Michael Varlog. Wow. Phil Hartman is one of the writers. This is nostalgia completely. Budget six million, made forty one million. No worldwide. The only names I wrote down were Paul Rubens and Elizabeth Daly, who was also in Better Off Dead as a band member at their prom. <laughs> kind, of, kind of a good looking girl. Um keep this one quick. Tim Burton's first movie. Pee Wee Herman, I think it's based off the T V show. I never watched the was TV the show. show before the movie. I don't know. I don't know what the fuck. I really don't know because I I only have ever the watched Pee-wee Tim. Herman show, I think it was. I've only watched yeah. Pee Wee's Playhouse, right? Pee-wee, Pee-wee, yeah, that's what. It was. I've only watched yeah. this in context of his movie. I've never seen his show. And I've never a, seen the follow up movie that Netflix did. I was like, no thanks. He's yeah. a pervert too. He he got caught beating off in an adult theater that was straight. So it's not good. So yes, pervert is correct, but he's not like a pedophile. Like some people think. Yeah, I think no. some people assume he's like a pedo, yeah, pederast, he, and he's not. He got caught wearing a fucking trench coat. He was in Blow with Johnny Depp. He was. Yeah. That's right. Plays like their drug dealer in the beginning. But yeah, this movie—it's it's so stupid. It's just about this overgrown ma- adult, like child, man, child, who wears a suit and bow tie the whole fucking movie. He has his great bicycle stolen by this kid in their town that's rich that wants his bike. And he goes on a fucking road trip to get his bike back. It's stupid as hell. Yeah. It's still funny. There's still some really memorable, like, can't I... you see? I'm trying to use the phone. And you know, the little dance with, like, tequila. Like, that's stupid. It's a fucking stupid movie. Uh, yeah, I, I watched it as a child and never did again. So I, I did love I do love the, the sticks with it, and it fits into Beetlejuice later with the faces and like the caricature, not caricature, but like the animation, claymation. There's a woman, he gets like a hitchhike with a semi. She's like, on this night 30 years ago, like such and such accident <laughs> happened. It was a nasty, you know, like somebody died. It sounds really terrible. She goes into deep detail. She's like, when you get into the diner, this is your stop. Tell him Large Marge sent you. And then she makes his face. It's like Beetlejuice where it's like kind of creepy, yeah. like the overgrown claymation face. And when he goes into the bar, he's like, hey, I'm supposed to tell you Marge sent me. And everyone silence like, Marge died 30 years ago. Like, it's like she's actually a ghost. But for some reason, that always stuck with me. It's like, tell him Large Marge sent you. I like, completely forgot that it was Burton that directed this. Yeah, it's Tim Burton's first feature film. Um... One of his better films, probably. I don't, I'm not a big fan. 
Yeah, he's I like Beetlejuice. Edward's Descent is fine. It's my age the worst, but that was kind of mean. <laughs> uh, I'll admit it. No, it fucking. And trash. Big Fish. I like Big Fish. Didn't make my list, but I like it. <clears throat> That's about it. Fuck Mars Attacks and all that yeah. shit. And all of his Disney shit. Yep, so Dumbo. He what, produced Nightmare. Nightmare is also. I aged. like Nightmare. I yeah, that was my age the worst, but it was just because I like I was I had seen a girl at the time that was obsessed with it. <laughs> right. Yeah, he just produced know. that. It's yeah, it's it's a it's stupid. I admit it, but it's just, I it's, I a, it's a nostalgia it. pick. Where it's I get like, it. Whatever. I watched this a lot as a kid. See, I, yeah, that was never. A big thing. There's still a couple parts where we rewatched it where I burst out laughing because it was just so stupid. It's <laughs> funny. Like, there's something about that. Like, there's a bad, bad, like, like Master of Disguise. Sorry, actually. <laughs> she doesn't listen to this. Um, Thank God. And uh, She should. Nope. Not happening. <laughs> <laughs> uh, she. That's so stupid. It's just so stupid. It's like not even funny. There's stupid where it's funny, and there's bad yeah, where yeah, it's funny. Yeah. Like, like, yeah. like the room is so bad it's funny. Yeah. And then there's like, I watched that Mike Myers Netflix special show. Oh, it's, it's very, just bad. Very clear as that. Fuck. It's just very, I just decided to give it a try because I was like, fuck it. It was just bad. Fuck it, <laughs> suck it, love it. Um. So yeah, I don't know. Not it's. Funny. But this Pee Wee's Big Adventure, it's nostalgia. If you watched it today for the first time, like she did, I can uh, totally understand you being like, "This is fucking right. dumb." Like, so that's my pick. So now yeah. it's Tomas. My number six will probably be a pretty brief conversation because I don't know if either one of you will have it. We watched it a really long time ago. Fright Night. No. No. IMDb is 7 Brief it is <laughs> uh, My score is 62 Rotten Tomatoes of 81% tomato meter 76% audience It's a 9 million dollar budget Domestically 24,922,237 No worldwide release Written and directed By Tom Holland yeah. Not that, that Tom, Tom Holland, Holland. <laughs> His dad? I have no Probably relation not. whatsoever. I think I saw his name before as a director, and I was like, huh? <laughs> yeah. No, the show is great. The show? There was a show, wasn't there? Fright I mean, there might have been. I know they did a remake. Oh, that's that what had I was Colin Farrell yeah. on it. Yes. Yeah. But it's essentially a vampire moves in next door to a teenage kid. And he sees him doing his nefarious things, and nobody believes him. And it's a horror comedy, I guess, would be the best way to describe it, right? Yeah, that's what I'd say. But it's, yeah, this kid. And they have this show that he's obsessed with, which is an old ass vampire hunter. And he goes to the creator of the show saying, hey, I need your help. I have a vampire. He's like, oh, go fuck yourself. He's like a real vampire? There is a real vampire living next door to him, yeah. Yeah. Steals his girlfriend, turns his best friend. I mean, it's 
pretty typical, but I, I liked it. It was good. I forgot that we watched it. <laughs> like it's, it, I mean, it's, I would say it's funnier than it is scary. Intentionally. Yeah, I'd, I'd say the same thing. I don't have anything to add because I don't know. There's not much to add. Like I said, we watched this early. There's not really anybody of note in it, I don't think, offhand. Yeah, I yeah. remember. S- There's a few jump scares. Like, he turns his girlfriend and has to, like, kill him in order to. He kind of plays just straight up of the. Well, vampire shows and movies, it's kind of curious, like, how they play, how you turn. Because, like, I watched. Some shame, no shame at the same time. True Blood, I watched the whole series. Yeah. And they literally, like, they bite you and drain you, and then they bite themselves and refeed you. Yeah. That's how they make you. It doesn't yeah. happen often. You only make, like, if you lived a thousand years, you might make, like, two people for <laughs> vampires. Like, right. Well, in this, like, he turned, the vampire turned the kid's girlfriend. But if he had killed the vampire before sunrise she yeah. wouldn't turn like oh yeah that's curious i mean it's bullshit and then, like and interview with the vampire the, i don't remember how it was an interview speaking of that has a show, show. Going yeah it now. does i heard it was pretty what's good, it on amc i think is it oh it is amc i've seen yeah i've seen the posters but i don't know that's I, a, her i mean she just died i think at last year Anne rice i Anne think rice she died, died? i think Did she, she died Sorry if she didn't. I'm very sorry <laughs> to her family and any Ukrainian family that's listening. Um, but yeah, I can't remember. I'm trying to think. I think, and you remember in that movie, like Brad Pitt turns what's her face, Kirsten Dunst. You're not supposed to turn children. <laughs> well, yeah. but like in True Blood, uh, the girl from Daredevil, the chick. Deborah Ann Wool, the red, she's blonde, oh, yeah, yeah. but she's redheaded and true blood. Yeah. She gets turned by one of the characters, and she's supposed to be underage. Yeah. I think she's right at age for real. I don't really know. But that's like a no, even that's a no go because, like, in the show, she's like a virgin, <laughs> and you, re, you like regrow that every day. So, like, every time she has sex, she's like, it's, she's literally a virgin. So, it's just a weird like vampires are vampire shows and movies are weird. It's like they're not consistent. Yeah, I I mean I just one in weird tangent. I'm really sorry about that. Dracula storyline. Nice. Stick with those rules. But what's that really old nineteen twenties one? Is that Nosferatu? That's Nosferatu. Yeah, Nosferatu. Yeah, Eggers is redoing. Yeah, that's what I thought. All right. So you just did that one? Fright night, yes. God, I went on a weird tangent. So, I'm so sorry. <laughs> this is the... Are you done with that? Yeah, I heard the dog too. bark. What's going on there? Nothing. Um. So. I have four left. M- so do I. Yep. Oh, no, I have five. This will be uh, four left after this one. Okay. Um, My next one is because I love this actor. Summer Rental. 
I don't know what the fuck that is either. IMDb is six point two. Should I? Meta thirty eight. Tomato seventy percent. Audience fifty one. The John Holmes. Worldwide twenty four point seven million dollars. I couldn't find a budget. Director is Kyle Rayner. John Reiner. Had John Candy, Richard, oh, God damn. Prana, uh, Rip Torn, and Karen Austin. Did you go from like just having your girl for the year to just a guy? John Candy's so special, he's just the guy. John Candy, well, I mean, he was the me guy. In the he movies. was the guy. <laughs> he's I'm not the denying, guy. I love John Candy. But yeah. you went from like Charlie's, remember, you went from Charlie's to like uh, the chick's name you couldn't say for a couple. Yeah. Uh, Joanna Brewster, but you're like Joan and Brewster. The, the and now, one and only. No, and then I, yeah. W- <laughs> what was it? God damn it. Yours and truly. Yours and truly. Yours and truly. That was yeah. the best, dude. But then you went backwards, obviously. And then we had, but now we're at a man. Were you were you gay in the eighties or what's going yeah, on? Yeah, I'm gay in the eighties. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I love John Candy, dude. Here's some like John Candy. Dude, Uncle Buck going down is John Candy's the shit. Uncle Buck, Spaceballs. Mm-hmm. He's made several appearances on our list. I've had probably from like ninety down. But no, like it goes from a family. It goes from a air, airline um, traffic control guy who's burnt out, so they put him on leave, and he takes his family down to vacation down to Florida. Well, they go, they go to this place. Oh, the key should be in the mailbox. It's like an Airbnb back in '85, and they find the keys in the mailbox and they stay in there. And then all suddenly, it's not the right place. So then they go to the right place and it's just shithole. And I don't know. It's just it's good. It's a typical '80s comedy. Yeah, comedy. That's what it is. Who was? Because they, the house they were staying in, I mean, this was the eighties. Is a black guy. It was a black family's house, and he thinks they're breaking into his Airbnb. Oh no! Like they play some of that shit. I mean, they could still play it today, and it'd still be like funny to some people. I'd oh, still find it funny, even though I. I mean, yeah, it's <laughs> wait, what? I think there's some of those jokes in like the movie Us, like the Jordan Peele movie. I think there's a little bit like where they're going into the house and like whoa whoa, whoa like yeah I mean, that movie kind of sucked but whatever it's heavy handed for but sure but that's still kind of funny though sure oh I have an update on the clue conversation if you, if you wanna want a update from an expert so the black guy I said the black guy who is the cop who how was he involved in the blackmail and I the answer is he was on Miss Scarlet's payroll and she bribed. Him to let her keep doing bad things, and then she killed him. Oh yeah. So she but was. That the was one... only one of the en- endings, though, right? I think that's still like in the fight. Like she kills him t- to cover up the blackmail. Cause she, in the, in that one ending, I think she kills a lot of people. Yeah, she's one of the end killers. Yeah, but in this one, she definitely she always kills the black guy. I feel like because oh. she's racist, bro. Well, shit. I'm kidding. She played a German in Stay woke. No. <laughs> oh, yeah, you're right. God, I can't wait till we get back then. Yeah. Who knows if we do 10 movies then, but. Yeah. 
Rip Torn was the guy who I love Rip Torn. Rented the boat, show. right? And that was the end of the movie. That was they were. What are you talking? About? The movie Summer we were Rachel. actually talking about. I this, fucked it up. Yeah, like I had a clue update. Where they they beat the other the fucking uppity family in a boat race, right? Yeah, like they ended up okay. taking a shit the bar. It was a bar. That's right. That it was a fucking like landlocked boat. They turned a ship into a bar and they ended up like fixing it. Yeah. You've had two movies. I'm sure they're fine. That just were not even on my show. I have never even heard of these movies. Yeah, I always love Summer Rental. Summer Rental was one. That was the first time I'd seen it, but it's solid. It's good. It's a good 80s fucking comedy. Absolutely. I've got four left. Me too, and I think we're all going to have the same. We all have four left. I don't know about that. I doubt you're going to have my number five. He might. My number five is Brazil. That's what's sitting in my mailbox right oh, now. Oh, you fucking! I didn't. Bitch. I've seen it once. Never I'm not gonna rip on you. I didn't have Aliens last year. <laughs> yeah. And Aliens is better than this movie, but this movie's good. Audience ninety eight, Tomato ninety, or no, opposite. Tomato ninety eight, Audience ninety. IMDb is seven point nine, Meta eighty four. Directed by Terry Gilliam, written by Gilliam, Tom Stoppard, and Charles McCune. Budget of fifteen million. 9.9 US, 9.95 worldwide. That's so important. Jonathan Price, Kim Greist, Ian Holm, um, De Niro's in it, uh, Julia Helmond, and Bob Hoskins. Isn't the, um, Ooh. the fucking preacher guy from Game of Thrones? That's Pri- Jonathan Price. Jonathan Price. Yep. Yes, thank you. He's the God. What's that character's name? He has like a title. The High Sparrow. The high Sparrow. Yeah, he's Jonathan Price. Is uh, he always plays a good character, a good character actor. It's Terry Gilliam who did Twelve Monkeys. He did. He's part of Monty Python. This is like kind of a George Orwellian type movie. God, I I don't know if I can even describe this very well. But like, he works for he's works for what's called the Ministry of Information. It's kind of a pull on eighty four. It's a pull. On, it's a little right? bit of a parody of nineteen, but it's also like so serious. Like I don't know if it's just influenced, influenced. God, why did I say it like that? It's just influenced, or it's actually like a parody. I took it as an influence. Yeah. Because Gilliam is pretty deep on some stuff. And of course, this is only a, you know, nineteen eighty four. The movie came out in nineteen eighty four, which is really funny. John <laughs> yeah. Hurt and the book came out. I don't even remember. Thirties, like thirties or forties. Well, it was before or after World War Two. I'm not yeah, sure. Yeah, I don't exactly. know either. But so he's like the ministry. He's, he works the ministry of information and like some sort of records. Well, somebody in the beginning of the movie gets kidnapped and essentially killed you don't see him get killed but you assume and you kind of are confirmed for our, basically a crimes against the government like treason um right. for wrong being think. some kind of yeah wrong thinking basically and they find out there's a mistake in the system where like it was some i can't remember the name but like it's like instead of being like chris buyer the guy's name is like chris bauer and the Chris Bauer got killed for the crimes that Chris Beyer committed. Like, you're like, oh, 
and you don't find that out right away, but like upon their like there's a little bit of like do you ever watch Doctor Who at all, Tom? Yeah. Like the early shit? No, the Eccleston shit is where I got Oh yeah. Know. That's the early shit. Well, the early shit was like Oh the no, 60s. sorry, sorry, the early modern shit. <laughs> yeah. That's what I, that's what I meant. The Eccleston stuff, there's an episode where this one character, it's like the skin the skin person where it's like like yeah, it's on there's memes of it. Something a bow. Yeah, it's like a person's face but it's got lips and just on skin and it's yep. like stretched. There's like this funny thing with like these women want to look better and better and better. And it's before Botox exists, of course. And it's just like they just look worse and worse. It's just like it's like literally like that kind of thing. Oh yeah. yeah. And it's funny that like 37 years ago, this is like something that's like his mom's in on it and one of their friends' mom, and she looks worse and worse. She has like bandages by the end, which is like, it's your friend's mom, such and such. Like, it's just about like helping. Oh, wait. A f- this movie's about a helping a fugitive exist. Or escape, sorry, exist. Yeah. And he's in love. He's having dreams about this woman, Kim Greist, who's like an outlaw. And he's really having dreams about her. And they end up falling in love. And at the very end, it's cool as fuck. Because, like, you think he saves her. But in the actuality, he's being interrogated so deeply by these guys of the government that he's forgetting that she got killed in front of him. And it's actually dope. Like, it's like it zooms out. It's like he's actually in this, like, most things like the Star Wars Senate Hall, where there's all those chambers and like it grows up. Yeah, yeah. He's being interrogated in front of like thousands and thousands of people, and he's gone crazy because he what he saw. And it's like, not to spoiler alert, but you're I, I've we seen always it before, oh you have okay yeah you might remember even what I'm saying, but like you're kind of like oh like he's such a stiff at one point, and then he falls in love with this woman who's actually like kind of a badass, and she's like fuck the man, stick to the man. And then because of what they're doing, she they get caught. There's a lot yeah. more to it. I'm not really doing it justice, but like, it's a cool movie. Yeah, I, I. De Niro's like a De Niro's part's weird. He plays like this guy who's like an electrician, but government like even your electricity is government mandated. So like they they have their own electricians, which I'm surprised that's not how this place is in a lot of ways. Our real world, like <laughs> I know some places are like that, but like. De Niro's like an outlaw himself and he's like doing shit on his own on the side. And Bob Hoskins plays one of like the government guys. He's pretty funny in it. Yeah. I, De Niro has like a mustache. He kind of looks like Super Mario or something. It's weird. Like I said, I didn't see Ran and I didn't see this one. Those were the two that I wanted to see. Yeah, I'll talk about Ran later and that's not on my list, but just to give it a couple minutes of hype. Fucking Brazil is sitting in my fucking mailbox right now. It just still watch it. Today. Just I, still watch it. Just because what the fuck? Yeah, I. If I had time I mean, tomorrow, I, like I don't I have time said, tomorrow. But if I did, I'd have, I'd watch it. Like I said I've seen it, but it's been. It's a strange. Very long time. That was another one where she watched it and she was like, "I, I liked it, but I was also kind of like, <laughs> what? what? <laughs> Plants Terry Gilliam. I get it. Yeah. But yeah, uh, Brazil's my number five. I thought it'd be on yours, but that's okay. I accept. I think it would have been had I watched Yeah, I think it would have sure. been. Yeah, I never saw it. You wouldn't. So my number five, I think, will be on both of yours. Okay. Uh, Breakfast Club. Yeah. It's actually not, but I... Wow. It's been so long, and I do like... I did like this movie back in the day, but... So I'm not going to knock it. It's a good movie. It's an IMDb is 7.8, Metascore of 66. John Hughes. 
Rotten Tomatoes of 89% tomato meter, 92% audience. I don't know. I didn't write down the budget. I'm sure I could have found it if I did. Do you have a budget, Trent? Um, I, I it had to have been able to find. I just didn't write it down. And which one? Breakfast Club. Breakfast Club. I yeah, like Breakfast the Club. The budget was one million. Okay. Actually, it might be believable because it's such a young cast and domestically one, one set. Yeah. Forty-five million eight hundred seventy-five thousand one hundred seventy-one dollars worldwide. Fifty-one million five hundred twenty-five thousand. We watched this in sociology class. Interesting. I think it's just about social. I don't know if it's about structure and social classes. I can't. It was fucking twenty years ago. Written and directed by John Hughes, which is the second or third movie that he's been a part of this podcast. You sure? Was he? I know he's on. Because I'd say Nomos, but that's not him. Which I feel bad because Breakfast Club is He a directed better... Weird Science. Oh. Breakfast Club is a better movie than St. Elmo's, which is on my list. I just kind of, I haven't seen this in so long. Honestly, this was the first time I'd ever seen it. Really? It was for this pod. Yeah. What's I'd, funny is St. Elmo's, like, like so many people. There's three people in this that are in that. Yep. Between Sheedy, Nelson, and the rest of us. Yeah. And, and they then, play completely different people. Well, Nelson's still kind of a Michael different Hall was in Weird Science. Yeah. <laughs> like, Jesus Christ. That was a year he was on SNL, too. Yeah. Him and Downey Jr., that was a weird SNL cast. Martin Short, Billy Crystal was on that cast. But, I mean, this is almost, we talked about Porky's being the start of the fucking sex craze. Was this the first teenage fucking? Like that John Hughes style? Yeah. Probably. 16 Candles is 84, but I don't, that's no, not that's, really the same that's style. That's 86 or 87. We missed it. None of us had it. No, 16, no, 16 Candles is 84. Are you sure? Pretty yeah, in Pink was 86. Oh, you're fucking right. Yeah. That's my bad. We just looked You're up. 100% right. Yep, that's my bad. Confused. But no, this movie. I mean, you just bring in five. So 16 Candles probably started. No, really. this movie yeah. just like. It's up there. It ages because. But this movie's the not like a romantic are, movie, though. No, like, but it, it's just your high school stereotype. Paul Gleason. But, yeah. yeah, not today's high school. I mean, yeah. No, I mean, not. that's what 21 Jump Street fucking riffed mm-hmm. on. Like, there's jocks, there's nerds, there's Well, not another team movie does that, too. They do, and yeah. I love that they have a spoof up with Paul Gleason in the scene. Yeah, he's like, that's right. Cool it, Wang Chung. <laughs> like, you're just like, Jesus. It's so funny. But, no, I... Paul Gleason, rest in peace. I but cannot believe this. I missed this movie for some reason. I don't know why. Yeah, I do I don't like. Know why I, you never I, saw I, I feel kind of bad it's not on my list. Actually, I should have put it on there. The soundtrack is fucking. Oh, phenomenal. don't you? What's that? Simple Minds. Yeah. Don't you forget about, about me. me? Yeah. Don't 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 don't. Yeah, it's a great movie. Like, like the yeah. things that. The Alley Sheedy where she's like snorting her dandruff or something. <laughs> yeah. like, what the hell? I showed my mom this movie like five years ago, and she, I, I don't think she was very impressed. I don't know. I don't, it's a good movie. It really is. It's weird because she's only like ten years behind that time. She was eighteen and seventy-five. Yeah. 
It's not like that big of a difference, man. Not really. But Life is still different, but like she had three kids by then, but still, like I don't know. You'd think you'd be able to rate relate to something. Yeah, I mean, she didn't hate it. I just I could tell she didn't like love it. Like I was like, man, this movie's. We should watch this. It was on cable. We were looking at like cable channels. I was like, oh, Breakfast Club. You ever seen that? She's like, no. It's like, let's watch it. Yeah, I knew it was a good flick. I just, for whatever reason, I just never watched it before. Why wasn't. I know Emilio still had Muddy Ducks later on and some other things, of course, but like, why was he so much less than Charlie? Was, the, was name? the name? Uh, that's the only I thing think I think it was the name. It changed his name. Charlie probably is a better actor. But Emilio, I didn't have a problem with any of his roles. No. But just, Charlie had a platoon. I mean, league. what was the last role he was in? Sheen? He was in the... No, Estevez. Estevez. Was he in the... I don't the, know. He was, was in the Mighty the, Ducks He remake? was in the Disney Plus first season well, of that works. Mighty Ducks. Yeah. But other than that, I have no idea. Like, he might have just not been involved. Because Sheen is really just a stage name, right? Because technically Martin Sheen's name is Martin Estevez. All of them are Estevez. Okay, that's what I thought. I didn't didn't know if it was a mother-father thing, but I thought it was just a stage name. It is a stage name, yeah. Martin Sheen's like doing Apocalypse now. He's like, I cannot be Martin Estevez. (laughs) They're going to put me in Scarface next. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) I've had some bad jokes in this one. Well, anything else? I like Breakfast Club. Uh, for some reason, when I think of this movie, I think of Ellie Sheedy like snorting dandruff or something weird. Like she's she just, shaking uh, dandruff. And she's into shaking her, dandruff. She's shaking dandruff. Or, into she's her. putting it on her sandwich. Or Which something. is weird because no. she's actually like in she actually in Saint Elmo's. She was putting in her picture that she was doing in Saint Elmo's. Like, oh uh, yeah, this the scene. I, yeah. In Saint Elmo's fire, she's pretty attractive. Well, at the end of the movie, when she gets her makeover. Oh, true. Yeah. And it, it kind of played off like. Again, this was the first time I saw it. It seemed like uh, Estevez and Ringwald were a couple. Yeah. And then it goes the other way where he ends up with Sheedy and she ends up with fucking the bad boy. Yeah. Uh, This might be, this is probably not much of a uh, trivia question. Which of these actors is in The Dark Knight? trying to think if this is a trick question or not. It's not really. He's a newscaster. He gets kidnapped by the Joker. Yeah. Oh, it was Michael Hall. It's Anthony Michael Hall? Yeah. Yep. I was trying to think. I knew it was him. Did Ringwald show up? or? No. no. That's a pretty good question, though, right? Mm-hmm. All right. So, are we done? Oh, we're not done at all. We got no, we're mo- not. Oh, no, I'm done. With that movie? Yeah. Sure. All right. What do you got? Um, well, I'm gonna go I have three left. I have three left. Everybody I'm just going to do this because nobody has this one. Um, but Fletcher. Fletch? Fletch. Fletch. It's my number four. Oh, okay. Then you do have it. It's not on mine. IMDb of 6.9. This is his last name, I guess. Meta 68. Tomato 77. Audience 81. Worldwide, about 59.6 million. Budget was eight. Director is Michael Ritchie. Had Chef, 
Chevy, Chevy Chase, Chase, John Don Backer. Do you want me to do this? And Donna Waker. Do you want me to do this? Joe Don Baker, Dana Wheeler Nicholson, Tim Matheson, and Gina Davis. That's Early weird. Gina Davis. Yeah. yeah. She plays somebody named Larry, which I love. <laughs> but no. Um, I had never seen this, actually. That was my Wait, first I've time seeing it. I've seen it multiple too. times. He is. I hate. Oh, I don't hate Chevy Chase, but I don't. I don't care for Chevy Chase just based on how big of a big of a dick he is. He is so good at like comeback, sarcastic bullshit lines. It's like Where one it's, of the best it's I've almost ever nonchalant, seen. Like it's almost per. It's perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Him in this movie with like that scene with uh, Uncle Phil's, the guy who played Uncle Phil. What's his name in real life that died? Do you know the scene where he gets arrested at the apartment? He's like. I mean, take him into the cops. He's like, what is God damn it? What does he say? He's like something about, oh, fucking a, he has like two or three lines that just murder me in that scene. No, damn he's it. going he to get does... shot like in the jail cell. Yeah. Or... Not in the jail before he, get, when he gets arrested at his apartment and they bring him in. Oh yeah. That's the line. This is the actual line where I thought maybe that line wouldn't age well, but I still laughed is when they're like, they're like, wait till you see the chief. And he's like, yeah, I heard he really mellowed out since he came out of the closet. <laughs> <laughs> like, that fucking killed me, even though yeah, I guess some people might not like that. There's a lot of lines with this movie. Again, I like the, it's a whodunit, big. though. I like that it, it was, was like kind of like, what's going on here? Like, Well, and I just feel like they pushed the PG again. Like, this movie should have been close to PG-13. George Wentz in it? He plays the drug dealer on this fucking beach in the beginning? Yeah. That's George Wentz. From uh, Norm from Cheers. This was your first time seeing that? Mm-hmm. No, not mine. Oh, it's mine. Yeah. Yours? Okay. I've seen it, like, at least I know my brother three, was a big fan of it. Three times? Because I, I brought it up earlier. I was like, oh, yeah, I watched Fletch. He's like, you've never seen Fletch? Yeah, I love uh, this movie. It's, it's still aged. Cool. I thought it was going to be in the aged poorly conversation, but... Outside of a couple maybe race There's jokes, kind of not, colorful I jokes was going to. There's a couple race and, co- and gay jokes. I had so many movies I wanted to put as my worst age. I liked it, though. Do it? But this one had to make the list that wasn't that, and that's why I chose. And the ending actually kind of got me. I didn't I didn't actually expect. I knew something was going on. I knew something was weird, but I was like, oh, like, this guy wants to actually kill him and make it look like he... Yeah, like, that's I don't a know, nice just, twist at it, for yeah, sure. Yeah, I enjoyed that. And then Dana Wheeler Nicholson, uh, she's in. I think she's in Tombstone. She's one of the one of the wives in Tombstone. Okay. Maybe Val's wife. I can't remember. Maybe. And she might be in like a couple other. There's a couple '90s movies. Maybe The Game. Yeah. I think she might be the girl in The Game. Blonde. Okay. She had a little moment though. Was this your one of your road trip movies? How the fuck? I've just seen this on again County Central. I just knew Fletch. You like know that. what I knew it from? My brother mentioned to mention the Magic Johnson stuff, where he's got the Magic Johnson jersey and he's got the Lakers jerseys, and like he You're dreaming about playing the Lakers. The yeah. reason why I've seen this a lot was being a server. I didn't have to be at work till three or four, and they played these during like. Is this one of the like, like standard night. fucking? Yeah, like don't. 12 to 2s and stuff like that. Like yeah, I, I did like it. I like this it, movie. It's a typical 80s comedy. I thought, I liked there is Chevy a sequel. Chase. Chase it didn't do well. And honestly, uh, lives. they're making the new one with John Hamm. 
uh, trailer came out. But Kevin Smith was brought in like he wanted to do a Fletch movie. I think it was yeah. really That's popular. One of, this is one of his favorite movies of all time. I think it was really popular at one point. Yeah. Yeah, I I'd always heard of it. I finally watched it. I just was like, I'm going to rent this. It wasn't streaming anywhere. I was like, I'm going to just rent it. Fuck it. We've I think I texted you that Fletch. morning. I was like, I'm watching Fletch. We'll see how this goes. <laughs> yeah, I do. Because I expected it. I was like, this might age terribly. But I, and think... I was like, oh, this is kind of good. But I have nothing else to say, but I think the next two movies are all both on ours. I have, yeah, I've got two left. I think we're... I have three left. Oh, you go then. Uh, I would hope the top two would be the same. My number one, two, three, four is Reanimator. That's not on mine. That looked I interesting. I thought though. it was good. That I looked like interesting. I... Is your number three? Are you in order? number four. I have my... One and two are But left. the next two, I think, are going to be... Your one and two are gone? Are left. Oh, I was like, no way. You're <laughs> not going to have one of these number one. Reanimator. IMDb is 7.2. That looks really score of 73. Rotten Tomatoes of 94% tomato meter. 82% audience. Had a $900,000 budget. Domestically, $2,023,414. Without a worldwide release. It's directed by Stuart Gordon, written by Dennis Paoli, William Norris, and based on a H.P. Lovecraft story. Really? This movie gives me heavy Evil Dead vibes. It's it a has, great movie. It aged well-ish. It's a mad scientist trying to stop death. And he uses his concoction to basically turn people into zombies they go yeah it, it ends poorly <laughs> as you would imagine Sorry. yeah like why would you use that in your girlfriend at the end i mean like why? as opposed to let her die yeah maybe just, it's just about the dosage fuck that like her dad was fine at the end yeah. kind of um, fine it's fine, but not normal. No, not normal. But, I mean, she's rotting. So, fuck that. Uh, and there's a couple s- sequels to this movie, too. There's, like, Beyond yeah. Reanimator and then Bride we of Reanimator or something. We search it and this and that, yeah. But yeah, I mean, it's a mad scientist movie. Made on 900 grand. So it, it looks a lot like Evil Dead. Just overly, over the top fucking gore. Gratuitous gore. Gratuitous basically. gore. There's a bunch of nudity in it. But it's about this just mad scientist student who tries to reanimate dead life. By injecting. Wait, I'm I'm sorry. Who are the actors again? Anybody you know? Nobody no. you know. I feel like I watched this trailer and I was like interested, and it did actually. They said that it did remind me a little of like the Evil Dead style. There's a lot of. I mean, this that was Just most raving. definitely an inspiration. Who's the director on this? Uh, Stuart Gordon. Did he ever do anything else big? Or I, no? Not that I'm aware of. It's wild, because Raimi, of course, did, you know. 
Yeah, very much so. To the tune of like billions of dollars. <laughs> Most definitely. Which is so weird. If you took that like 20 years later, you'd be like, you look at somebody's first early stuff to 20 years later, you'd be like, wait, what? That guy did that? That would be an interesting idea to do as like a fucking one-off pick a prolific director and just do a podcast on their first and most recent movie or just the first and like the biggest movie like budget wise or yeah. like even like 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 Spielberg there's one I think there's one about like it's called like Hitchhiker or something it's about a hitchhiker like following somebody and then doing like ET <laughs> or like whatever you know right. Raiders or just most advanced. Sam Raimi, of course, is a big one, yeah. Yeah. I mean, you could go many ways with Evil that. Dead, and then you go into fucking Spider-Man 2. Yeah. What? And then forward more, Doctor Strange, and Multiverse of Yeah. Madness. Which I still haven't seen. It's available. I know. I gotta catch up. Phase, what are we in, phase three or four now? Four. They're yeah, fucking, four hasn't really caught me yet. They're fucking their shit up. Yeah, That's still better. Still better than conversation DC. for another. Still day. better than DC. You can't really fuck that up. No, you can't. Reanimator. Mm. Alright, Reanimator. That was on my short list. I didn't get a chance. So you should watch I it. Think it's it's next... a fun fucking. That's what I'm saying. We could do anniversary stuff in the future where it's like, hey, Travis, I don't know if you heard this, but like, we're at 20 years for all two or 25 for 97. If we want to do one-offs, like, hey, dude, let's do a fucking one-off. Oh, as lame as let's do a fucking Titanic have, pod, dude. We still like, have to I'm do 365 days. I know. There's two of them now, too. Well, we did the first. That was bad yeah, enough. There's two more after. There's two more. There's two of them. The yeah. fuck? Yeah. We were behind, dude. Do you just go, or is that trapped? That was his. That was mine. So what's your trap? So we're gonna have the we next have two, two left? together. I, think. I fucking hope. I hope. So the Goonies. That's my number two. That's my number two. And the next right. one after that, we have. Well, we just wait. IMDb is 7.7, meta 6.2, tomato 76%, audience 91, worldwide 64.5 million, budget 19, director Richard Donner. I did not know that was Richard Donner until I actually wrote that. Like, looked, I was like, Richard Donner? Sean Austin, John Bro, Josh Brolin, Jeff Cohen, Corey Feldman, Feldman. and Carrie Green. Added and Joe Pantoliano. Written by Chris Columbus and Steven Spielberg. Yeah. Yeah, I kind of made fun of Chris Columbus earlier downstairs. I probably shouldn't have done that. I was making a Columbus Day. I was like, it's like Chris Columbus, the director. And I was like, oh, wait. Well, it's basically young, the Goonies, so it's basically young kids finding a map and they're trying and following it. And this is a fucking bona fide fucking classic. Yeah. yeah. Like uh, any fucking child. I don't care if it's. Today you can, oh for sure, fucking get shit out of there. It's an adventure fucking movie for it's children. Adventure yeah. movie, it's fucking awesome. It's instead it's of being, being, on, your cell, instead it's of being on your cell phone nowadays, it's actually like going on an adventure. In Chester here. Copperpot. Chester Copperpot Copper didn't make it this far. His is with wallet. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, playing the fucking bone piano. Mm. It's oh yeah, yeah, yeah! To get away from. Oh them. my God! It's What's the family's name again? The the bad Spicoli's? people. Spicoli's. I think. I don't know. I can't. No, remember. that's that's, that's, no, that's fast times are really high. It's something. God oldies. damn it! I'll look it up. It's something oldies. Some but some Italian name that we're fucking probably stereotyping. Chunk is one of the Chunk fucking is great. 
greatest child characters of all time. Do the truffle shuffle. Truffle shuffle. And then you got Sloth. Sloth, yeah. Oh my god, this movie's fucking incredible. That guy was an NFL player. I didn't know that, yeah. Fratelli. Fratelli's fuck. I was completely off that. Mama Fratelli, Francis, and Jake Fratelli. Wasn't that one of them Joe Pantagliano? Yeah, it's Pantagliano. He's, he's like the younger guy. And who was the yeah. older one? Cause he Robert Davy is his name. He's been in some shit, too. He's familiar. He's in Die, he's in Die Hard. That's right. He was the FBI agent. Yeah. <laughs> he was the first Smith or whatever. Yeah. He's in the Expendables, too, if that makes any difference. But no, this movie is great. Um, just kids on an adventure going through a lot of shit. Oh, it's, I mean, it's, you don't get to, I'm trying to think of what another child fucking adventure movie like, like this. Labyrinth? It's just one girl, though. Yeah, it's the buddies going on a fucking... I was going to say, like, Lion, Witch, and War, bro, but that was fucking way older than Bloody this fucking movie. adventure for kids. Like, Stand By Me in a weird way is. A little bit, but that probably was published before this movie came out, too. Stand By Me is 86. The movie is, but it's based on oh, a book. you're right. It's called The Body. Or a novella, whatever the novella. fuck it is. Novella, it's a novella. Um, God, that's a good question. Like you don't get, uh, what was the, the dirty fucking kids a couple years ago? Where they, they're trying to get a drone because they fucked their dads up. I have no idea. He would know. I feel like. No, I don't really know, dude. I the. I don't know buddy movie like a buddy movie in the eighties like Warriors a buddy movie is that just more well, like, like post dystopia? I'm, I'm trying to think. This inspired several shit. Oh, it's this, just a matter. You're this inspired. Yeah. Okay. Like what? I feel like uh, it inspired things like Stranger Things. To be honest. Oh, a hundred percent. That that's that's a good. Different, different, because it's not the alien it's, stuff, but it is. Right, there but is it's definitely kids like, trying to solve a problem. Yeah, that's, right. I feel like yeah. this is one of the top five influences of Stranger Things. A hundred percent. Same with E.T., because obviously Eleven's kind of like E.T. Yes, yeah. keep them away from the government. Yep. And, yeah, I mean, it's one of those movies that the kids follow treasure thing, and they go with the flow. And Sean asked him. I would not. You, you show. If I saw I Josh not Brolin surprised me. I kind of forgot okay. he was in this. So when I watched it again, I was like, "Oh, Josh Brolin!" Jesus. Like Corey Feldman. What happened to the girls in this movie? The the blonde chick that's not as like the the attractive one or whatever you want to call it. The, the friend. She's she. She's been in lost stuff. her fucking mind. But she's man. been in shit though. She's been in shit. Uh, Is she crazy in real life? I think she's. Is that what you're saying? I think she's kind of lost shit. The. The other chick, though, the girl that I don't like, think she's done much from anything. But the other one, I fuck. I was sure she was not Barb in Stranger Things season one. It's the same honestly girl. The same fucking look. Basically, like the same look. Now it's that the you same say look. That, Jesus fucking. Oh Christ. my god! I wonder if they actually 
did that on purpose. I it would track. Was that girl's name Barb? If that girl's name was Barb in the movie, there's no way that that wasn't on purpose. I don't think it was, but I, I can't. No, her name was uh, Steph. What's her real name? Martha Plimpton. Martha Plimpton. Yeah, she's, Is she related she's to George Plimpton. Possibly. She's related. Oh, she's the daughter of Keith Carradine. That explains it. Not the one that killed himself. That's David. Yeah, it was David, yeah. She's, in, she's in the Goonies. She's in the Goonies, Mosquito Coast, and Parenthood. Not the show Parenthood, but the movie. That's the kind of popular they had Keanu Reeves and stuff. That's oh. Diane Weist. Yeah. Kind of a okay. big movie. I think it's like so, a do we need to talk it's a Ron Howard movie. movie. Uh, yeah, it's a fucking classic. Yeah. Everybody yeah, from every generation should see this fucking movie. Okay. So let's just finish this. Let's go with all our numbers. It's a pretty short one, actually, for us. Look at this time. We're actually doing really good. That's where we're trying to get Number one, baby. I'm going to go. Beautiful Kill. No, Back to the Future. (laughs) Back to the Future. 88 miles per hour, baby. Uh, I'm going to say the numbers, I guess. Uh, Let's see. Tomato meter, 97. Audience, 94. IMDb 8.5, which is like in the top 30, I think, all the time. I didn't look at that. Meta 87, directed Robert Zemeckis, written by Robert Zemeckis and Bob Gale. Budget 19 million, US 212.8, worldwide 383.3. 19 million to make 383.3. Michael J. Fox, Christopher Lloyd, Leah Thompson, Crispin Glover, Tom Wilson, and Claudia Parker. Um. What can be said? This is probably yeah. in the top five movies of the eighties. Yeah, this is top ten of all time, as far as his favorites. Doesn't mean it's I top mean greatest, I but I'll. It's in the conversation. For sure, say top twenty for me. Top I, twenty. I, I have to work it out, but it's it's up there for sure. Yeah, there's not much you can say about this movie besides you can't go be all, beyond eighty-eight miles per hour. I mean. I mean. You have to go beyond 88 miles per hour. Well, Calvin get... Klein. <laughs> yeah, Calvin. like trying to bang your mother. Or your Dude, Leah Thompson's so hot in this movie. Oh, she's boning. And she's in that prom dress, yeah. Yeah, she's just making in general, moves on her just... son. <laughs> yeah. When Before was Before Caroline in the City. What was the fucking Tom Cruise movie she was in? The football movie where he's a high school football Oh, that's player. before this. Was that's it before Taps, this? Taps, okay. right? Or is that Risky Business? No, Risky Taps. Business was... Taps is the football movie, right? No, it's... Oh, Do the Right Thing. Do the Right Thing. Or not Do the Right Thing. No, it's Spike right Lee. Thing. That's Spike Lee. Jesus Christ. It's something like that, though. It's like All the Right Moves. All the Right Moves. I think that's... God, it. that's completely different, but kind of the same. Do you know, do you know what I, I mean can't. by that? Yeah. I've never heard of that. That is... She's in that. That's 83, 84. Maybe 85. No, it well, could have been 85. 85. There's no way. Yeah, Leah Thompson, though. Whew. 83. Good work, lady. Yeah. Crispin good. Glover was kind of entering his prime, where he's like this in the river's edge. He's got... It's just very <sighs> weird to find out that your dad's a creeper. And that's Crispin a... Glover? In the movie. In the yeah, movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was... He was the bird watcher. He was but... a peeping Tom. Yeah, he was a peeping Tom. That's true. That is a very good point. It's just, again... That's how I met my girlfriend. No. 
That's not true. That's true. Clearly. But the whole... Uh, Talking about my ex-wife. No, I wasn't married. It's, I, I'm trying to think of a better... Like, just... The way they use time travel or in fucking oh, like time like displacement, all that shit. Fucking. It's also like and the combo of Fox and Lloyd. Using lightning bolt that with the future. Is Fox like and Lloyd 1. are like point twenty one gigawatts. Fox and Lloyd are like fucking yeah. Jordan and Pippin, dude. Like it's. Yeah. There's yeah, there is a lot with this movie that just made it great. Haven't they done like modern photo shoots of them? They did a. Where Lloyd almost looks older then than he just still does now. I feel like I saw like some photo shoots of them as them, like as their characters. Even with Fox in his condition. Yeah. But it was kind of like, oh I shit. Mean, how like, old is he? Lloyd or Fox? Gotta Lloyd's got to be in his mid-70s, probably. Late 70s. Fox is late 50s? Late maybe? 50s. Yeah. He's younger than my parents, but... But Lloyd has never 65. changed, like... I mean, well, that's because Doc Brown's hair. You, they'd think him as old. He wasn't even that old. Then. He was in Clue, and he had, yeah, didn't have that crazy true. hair. That's so. true. I didn't think about that. He's probably at that time, thirty mid late thirties. Yeah. Early forties. He was on Taxi with Devito. That's right. Yeah. And Andy Kaufman and he's Judd in, Hirsch. Uh, fucking Roger Rabbit. Was a villain. Yeah, I'd say he's. But he looked like he did. I would um, say I can look it up. I'd guess he's like seventy four or something. I'd buy that. Didn't we learn that he's not the Fraser Christopher Lloyd? He is not that Christopher Lloyd. That's disappointing. I was hoping he was because <laughs> I was like, what an established career. All right. But no, Christopher Lloyd is. Ooh. Oh wow. Christopher Lloyd will be, on October 22nd, will be 84. Jeez. I did not know he was that old. Yeah, that's pretty old. No, it's Michael J. Fox, though. He's 60. I'm going to guess he's like 53. 59. 63. Jesus. I guess 59. He was born. He is 61. Oh. But, yeah, pretty good year. Yeah, it was We're a fun year. It was an interesting year. Yeah. Um, we did pretty good. Some movies I left out, I did not watch, like, what was the George Romero one? Is it Return of the Living Dead or Night of the Living Dead again? There was Return of the Living Dead that wasn't his. He did Day, Day, of, Day the of the Dead, Dead. was this year. I See, I thought for sure one of those would be on yours. I didn't get a chance to rewatch it. Um, View to a Kill. Which is not supposed to be very good. Come and see. Was a Russian or German uh, film? I would, oh, I would come and see. Oh Jesus Christ! I watched Legend. I didn't. Oh, hate it. with Connolly, or was that the different one? That was the Cruz and Oh Cruz and Mia Sara from yeah. from uh, that was a, Ferris Bueller. Yeah, that was the fat chick Mia Sara. I think her name yeah. is Mia Sara. She's was hot. Good. She was hot though. She was good looking back then. It was a good flick. What about? Did you watch the Connolly one? The I did watch Phenomena. Uh, not our, not Argento's. Isn't best. she literally like she can save people based on something weird? It's She's like some, talking to birds or something. No, what the insects. Hell is it? Insects. Yeah. It was weird. That's odd. I watched House, that horror movie. That's fine. 
Oh yeah, so yeah, I mentioned Ran earlier. I watched the Kurosawa the first hour. Yeah. I'm gonna finish tomorrow. I probably would have made my list. I think I liked the first hour enough where it, it would have made like it. Like a full fucking epic fucking. Yeah, it's very visits. like he he's got a great, just the shot way he shoots things is great. And it's basically like at least from what I saw in the first hour. Here's I'll give you the quick synopsis. A emperor of Japan is retiring. Like he's retiring because he's too old. He wants he has three sons. He wants to give them even power. It gives us some sort of metaphor. It's like each of you could take take this arrow and try to break it. And they all break it. And it gives them all three arrows. Try to break it. They can't break it. And it's like three arrows as one cannot break. But like basically like no, you guys together can stick together. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, one of them is very like I'm on my own type shit. And he goes on his own. Well, he already appointed his oldest son to be the elder. And the other two to have his lands underneath him. Kind of like, think of Game of Thrones. Like, it'd this be like, sounds like fucking it, House of it's the succession Dragon. stuff. Right. It'd be like giving him, like, you can have Dorne and you can have whatever. Winterfell. Well, the oldest son, who's actually kind of weak in a sense, his wife, her family was murdered by this man. So she married into a family that murdered her husband, or her family. So she's out sense. for vengeance. Yeah. So she wants her husband to fucking go out on this yeah. guy. And it's kind of where that's heading. And I had to stop. But I was like, this is fucking cool. Like, I'm into this. Even though it's like, it's not great. I it's know like, it's supposed to be pretty fucking epic. It's like an 8.2. But Kurosawa, it's, one of his, it's either his last or one of the last films he made. I do it in, my, in the 70s. At a lot of his shit was But that's good. one. And then the only one I was interested in... Um, I guess 85, god damn it. I had a list. I mean, we've seen, everybody's seen Cocoon. Yeah, it's been a long time, though. Uh, Enemy Mine was pretty wild back in the day. Black Cauldron is one of the darkest Disney movies I've ever seen. Didn't you have that on a pod with What's-Her-Face? That was my, Can I see real quick your... You probably can't read it. That's all right. I'll figure it out. Yeah, Life Force seemed interesting. Commando, nobody had... No thanks. Um, Jewel of the Nile. What was the one? Oh yeah, Jewel of the Nile's um, Kiss Michael of Douglas the Spider Woman. Or Kurt Russell. There was Kiss of the Spider Kiss Woman. Kiss of the Spider Woman is. I thought about watching, but it wasn't streaming anywhere. Wasn't streaming. I was curious because I love Raul Julia. William Hurt won for that. He won, yeah, and Raul Julia plays Raul like the guy who's like. But that was like cross dresser and yeah, something. there was some sort of like trans or homosexual things going on yeah. it seemed interesting because i love both those actors even though william hurt was a huge jackass he's apparently a fucking prick huge prick <laughs> raw julia everybody loved died of didn't he die of it wasn't aids but it was something rough yeah it was tough uh falcon the snowman that was a. Uh, uh i don't remember that that was Redford, and it was based on a true story about, like, okay, journalists oh. fucking leaking shit. Out of oh, them. that's right. I've the one I own <laughs> here's one The Color Purple, it's yeah, Spielberg with like Oprah and fuck Oprah. Goldberg. Really, fuck that. Bitch. It's a very like it's a slave movie, I think. Yeah, it is. I um, own it. I was like, I'm not watching this. I hate. 
curse. Those are both listed on my, I'm going to sell these movies, even if they're for fucking four cents. I will run the one with Oprah over with my car right now. Uh, If I had it here, you could. I'd do it right now. Police Story was the one of the first Jackie Chan movies that oh, kind of blew important. up. Yep. Didn't watch it. But yeah. Life Force. What else but was? Yeah. I think we're good. Yeah, we're doing pretty good on time, man. Two oh eight. That's pretty good for us. Yeah. We cross over a few times. Yeah, do cross over. I made some bad dad jokes or sexual jokes. My bad. Don't yep. cancel me. All right. Eighty four is strong. My name is Travis Snyder. Is strong. Yeah, fuck you. Um, 84 is looking good. I already have a few under my belt. I'm going to have to yeah, rewatch. I'm gonna I, re-watch if you want to borrow, I know it's long. I'm not kidding. You need to watch it, though, if you have a chance. <laughs> the director's cut is three hours and 40 minutes long. Fuck of Once Upon a Time in America. The Sergio Leone Leon, with huh? De Niro and James Woods. It's so, and Connolly. Yeah. She's yeah. not in it that much, but. I would. It's so good, but it's like it's a long haul. It's worth it. I'm worth it. It's two day. I'll let you borrow it. It's a good movie. It's streaming somewhere. Is it? It used to be on Netflix at one point, but. But yeah. You split them in two nights, like two hour movie, two hour movie, boom. All right. So, everything's beautiful. Next year is Tom's birth year. All right. The year he killed the tigers. This is the year I kill him. All right. Fuck keep, yourself. Keep that Fuck for you. the records, cops. <laughs> Peace out. Well, shit got a little loose. Hopefully you understood everything. Whether or not you agree or disagree with our take on the movies, hopefully you learned something or were at least entertained. So come back for more booze, booze and, and bullshit. bullshit.